listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now you can hum all you want to, come all you want to, money I'ma front you, girl I'ma flaunt you, I'ma always want you when nobody wants you, and if I die now my love will still haunt you. Mace ain't the one that'll pay for your phone, Mace be the one that'll take you home, even though I'm not the one that gave you the stone on your days alone, I can make you moan, everybody know I got my bounce to the ounce bad boy get more money than you can count well buying things that you can't even pronounce i do it to your cats for a large amount and when the beef come you know where i'll be found uh <laughs> why i'll be around till the winner is announced i'm the winner the winner is so there go so there you so there you go girl with thousands in your palms why you can't let bygones be bygones hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a saturday afternoon ready to do some feedback yes sir feedback show is for all the people who take the time out to write into the show with our email the black guy who tips at gmail.com leave comments on our website the black guy who tips.com uh each post uh each uh, episode has a post there's a poll for each episode and you can leave comments on the poll or comments on the episode uh you can also do stuff like um leave us voicemails at 704-557-0186 just make sure they're two minutes or less or else you will get cut off um the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um and speaking of people that uh help us out another thing you can do with the show is you can actually donate to the show um now donate people don't get anything special other than we give them a shout out okay we don't care what the denomination is mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a lot doesn't have to be a little that it could be whatever you want it to be uh it'd be one time it could be recurring but we give you your shout out and we read your name off on the show today being no exception let's get to them depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day new shout outs design t thank you so much for your donation jeff f appreciate you alfonso m thank you so much palmetto stone magic thank you Mm -hmm. kyle k appreciate you uh you're having good games over there with the lakers and we all rooting for you autumn w thank you damian jackson Ooh, i am for real celeste m thank you my brother rodney thank you little bro david c appreciate you joy m thank you so much bambi uh dr bambi you know dr haggins uh monique s thank you so much donna n thank you as well um kimberly uh our girl falcons diva that's who that is thank you so much falcons diva sorry about your uh falcons going out and uh hopefully the eagles will take care of the saints so y'all don't have to see them in the super bowl in your city okay um jason f thank you so much jason we appreciate the donation uh kevin w thank you very much kevin we also appreciate you pamela a b thank you so much uh appreciate you um uh aisha y i believe that's how i pronounce that it's either aisha ashia but uh thank you so much felicity f thank you so much felicity please help oliver uh coming up in the second half of the season you know he's going through some things i know i hate to see y'all break up on arrow harold w thank you so much Derek w uh no relation thank you very much 
Cavis D, we appreciate you, Cavis, looking out for us. B Coleman, thank you so much. B Cole, appreciate you. Um, Noel W, thank you as well. Noel, it was just your your season. Uh, Christmas is over now. Lawrence C, appreciate you, Lawrence. Uh, let's see who else we got here. Uh, Linwood C, the the oldest name we got donating to the show. <laughs> Zachary N uh, from Living Port Corporate Podcast. I was a guest on there last year. It was a good time. Grace N, thank you very much, Grace. And that is everybody. Appreciate y'all. Sure, we hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. Smile for me. Can you just smile? For me, whatever you're in right now, smile for me. Smile. Can you just smile for me? And my people say, Oh, 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 and you, and you look so much better when 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 you smile. All right. Uh, we also have some five star reviews. A lot of them actually. Yay. Yeah, we got a lot of five star reviews. Hopefully That's what I'm talking about. People are making this their New Year's resolution. Come on. You guys are listening. You're feeling the guilt. You're feeling the shame of listening to us sometimes for years, months, being entertained, saying I can't get through my daily commute, my daily job. I can't get through life without child. I can't go to the gym. I can't do a marathon, but I ain't leaving no five-star review. That'll take too many minutes. Well, now we have people coming through, okay? Y'all join the guilt train, and now you get to shame all the other people that ain't left a five-star review. Yeah. If you have introduced someone to this podcast, you put them on. It's a coworker, a family member, a lover, a, a whatever. And you look at them, and they be like, uh, thank you for putting it on the Blackout Tips. I love it. Did you hear the show where Karen said this? Did you hear the show when Rod said that? And then you say, uh, did you leave a five-star review? I haven't heard your names on the five-star review. How about that? Hmm? thank you for your help now let's get into these five star reviews get your life and get listening five stars by brandy 245 who says the black guy with tips brings the heat as a north carolina based couple that serves up funny and colorful commentary of pop culture you will learn plenty psa you will learn you will laugh hard enough to cause a ruckus at work while at your desk you may fall off or drop equipment at the gym and or beware because tears from laughing too hard uh (laughs) uh you can get tears from laughing too, too, too hard so drive with caution this is worth checking out thank you mm-hmm. and those are some good warnings okay many a person may have died listening to this show and we like to you know let people know be careful out there okay mm-hmm. come on now five stars by refreshing open-minded and funny realistic contemporary perspectives about current events and influential and breaking the old mentality of how most of us black folks grew up rod and karen are funny yet insightful and truthful they will make you think about how you think oh thank you thank you all right uh come on now that was a good title i like that come on yes uh happy anniversary by it i tasha nicole who says 
you better listen queen karen and rod are the cousins that you definitely invite to the cookout although rod might not show up to the party you accept his absence with a smile and still make sure karen has a plate to take home with the good cuts of meat on it thank you yes because y- i'm gonna come speaking my language give them a dance and you will love them i mean give them a chance and you will love them too three heart emojis thank you mm-hmm. do it listen by shinobi master who says five m effing stars i love the both of y'all i have been listening much longer than i can admit without leaving a five-star view hint i met y'all in dc but since karen went ahead and waived those fees i need to come put my long overdue five on it best podcast out do yourself a favor and listen thank you thank you i like to think i got five on it it's really about leaving us a review for the podcast okay mm-hmm. we just we love when y'all take the time out to drop five on it yes we do long overdue i mean honestly if i had the five on the instrumental i would play that shit under this uh all right i might actually have it hold on let me see um i'll try to search in the background you guys know my shit moves slow once i start working (laughs) Um, because before now it plays with no problem like the people listening now you don't hear roger playing all the music up front right yeah as soon as uh oh wait somebody might have put it on here already yes leave five on it five um let's go to the next review they also put five on it long overdue five stars by trader underscore mo great show that provides commentary i mean comedy along with different point of view thank you we try to you. yes uh val been val been tripping fire emoji five stars says if you don't listen you played yourself Ryder can are the best podcasters out here in these streets thank you thank you stop playing yourself everybody kenny jack says it's a goddamn shame now that did spell goddamn g-o-t-d-a-s-m but uh if you get it past the screener i will add the cussing for you thank you the rapist apologists are so trash kenny jacks from nachitoches i don't know if that's how i pronounced that but i tried thank you my favorite podcast five stars from bill till who says i've been listening for a few years and this podcast is consistently hilarious insightful and creative thank you rod and karen and congratulations on your nine-year anniversary of the blackout test love you guys amy thank, thank you amy you uh s orange says excellent podcast five stars informative yet funny podcast here meeting the needs of the many rod and karen are the innovators of almost daily po- uh, couple podcasts wherein the hosts grow before our ears i like to think that's what we're doing you know trying my best we ain't got it all figured out we mm-hmm. definitely ain't, ain't always right we definitely mm-hmm. ain't always wrong either oh, right but we yeah. always trying and we always being honest right still be out here fucking up like everybody else making errors and mistakes right we just doing it in front of people we we not able to just hide it behind you know when nobody listen to this shit or whatever like we get out here and we try we talk about the things that a lot of people scared to talk about on their podcast and shit and you know I, I i'm glad people notice you know and i'd like to think that's the secret to what we do and why we so successful at it so far correct finally a rating five stars song by random white person leaves this review <laughs> um i have listened to the black Owl tips for about three years and haven't yet written a review i know sorry i've tried listening to a lot of podcasts with the black Owl tips always brings me back rod and karen are equally hilarious and introspective and have led me to think as often as laugh uh why did spotify pop up in front of this okay back to this um their awareness and willingness to to discuss nearly any topic openly and humorously is engaging while as rod and karen said in the last episode i listen 
uh the replay of the uc irvine symposium to uh the blackout is a very black show i've never felt turned away rod and karen have created a show where you can see their love for life except for the kit kat eating despicable rod and always seems to be having so much fun thanks i promise to rape more in the future thank you thank you baby it's right on time i told you all fees was waived so any so you leaving it i give you full credit yeah and that's the other thing i mean we have a black show and we'll never not have a black show right it's very uh unapologetically black is as the kids put it but um yeah i i mean i like to think that doesn't mean anyone can't listen i mean if you don't unless you hate the truth you know what i mean like what what would be the problem oh, somebody is calling live on the air how do i turn the sound off you know uh <laughs> Skype got so many fucked up rules. Who knows? I don't even know the setting for Skype. What is happening? <laughs> I told you. I told you. How do I close this? <laughs> oh God! Is there like a settings button? What the I, fuck? Settings. Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? Because Skype you know, changed their rules so much. Oh God! How do you I should be able to mute that? Right. Calling. Can I but, do it here? But you probably gotta go through eight screens to get to the mute button my god this is so ridiculous <laughs> answer incoming calls on the mac no what where's notifications is that it you might have to google how to uh, mute skype to, uh, uh, none, none of this is working none of this Mm-mm. says how to cut this off because they do an update every three seconds maybe general oh god <laughs> no what the fuck where's the settings that, that say mute the call i told you it's not easy this is trash oh my Somebody god i said visibility i tried that okay. um i wouldn't look at it anyway i don't know i'm gonna just close this shit and see if it works <laughs> I tried, that's why i get trying to be fast i tried to open it early and be like okay i'm gonna be on top of skype we're gonna be time. prepared <laughs> god damn it anyway back to these five star reviews just ghetto ass podcast we got over here <laughs> this never happens on the read i'm sorry never. this is why we don't make the list Mm-mm. uh Mm-mm. best mom and pop podcast ever by jazz k who says love y'all been listening for about a year Roddy can't keep me up to date or all the news when it's pop culture or the real deal they discuss topics that i'm often passionate about and give me the language to articulate myself so i sound really smart when the rest of my gen with the rest of my gen x friends my only complaint is when y'all do guess the race the boo audio effects are really loud in my headphones oh i'm sorry about that um and i'm not gonna turn it down though because if you get it wrong you should feel shame you it should be loud in your ears you should ring hollow at your racism okay stop being racist and the booze don't affect you as much i'll try to be better and get it right more often i'm sorry y'all I, if everybody I'm get the on person the person that creates the booze if everybody get on the same page and start guessing the right things guess what'll happen you won't have to worry about getting booed because <laughs> i wouldn't be playing no booze but y'all like to go rogue you like to be wrong and this is what happens oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right let me see if uh we got anything for spoiled reviews um i did put out some new spoiled reviews um wait what nigga stop i did put out some new uh sport reviews on the uh sport reviews uh feed for you guys who listen to to that podcast our movie review podcast just put the blackout tip sport movie reviews uh we're getting into i think 2017 now uh on that so because it's behind but uh the last one i put out was girls trip 
so if you guys want to hear what we thought about that that was a long review mm-hmm. 58 minutes uh war for the planets of the, of the apes was before that yeah uh, spider-man homecoming uh baby driver transformers the last night um and the reviews are getting longer so i'm i'm i'm, I'm i can't upload as many as when we first started and the reviews would be like 15 minutes and shit okay but oh, um, when they get longer they take up more space yeah okay. yeah but but i mean there's still a ton of good reviews out here if you guys are into our movie reviews and opinions and like i said it's absolutely free we just hope you leave us a five-star review on that feed to help boost it up and let people know that we're um out here doing movie reviews and to come check us out yeah and shout out to the people that have been loving the uh reviews the uh, spoiled movie reviews and they've been going back and you guys have been listening we can see it and you let us know you've been listening and things like that so we thank you and like i said in addition to that you know leave us five more stars we know some of you already done left us 10 you know you left us on itunes you left us on stitcher now it's you know time to leave some more itunes on spoiled movie reviews yeah the other thing i would say too uh we do um we do um lip smacking good we do movie reviews we do uh yesterday we did balls d sports in the pregame we had dominic rivera on if you guys listen to three guys on you know who he is mm-hmm. um leave feedback for these things especially like lip smacking good let us know what you like let us know what you you know uh your feedback and stuff because it helps us continue to make the show and to make it better and to let people know like you know to respond and react with the audience because i know for lips smacking good specifically that's a lot of people's favorite shows that they listen but we don't do it as often but part of the reason is you know we want that feedback we need to hear what you guys think and stuff uh so uh just just a heads up all right let's get into the actual episodes um episode 18 17 Ooh, we've done so many of these 1817 we had some feedback d ramsey ph dunn says just in case i forgot to mention thank you and cousin karen for my christmas card i am like karen i keep all the cards even birthday ones i love you guys so much and i'm with rod about how things take care of themselves there are times when i totally agree with you both and then there are times when i'm about 20 uh, that i'm about 25 percent of the time uh which is okay too keep doing you and living your best black podcast lives thank you thank you i went and uh because i keep the cards in the drawer so i went in and pulled all the cards and stacked them up and we got a good little bit of cards over the years like i i, I didn't know they went way back i started getting memories going through and looking through those cards so i do i hold on to all the cards y'all yeah your favorite podcasters out here uh getting their cards on other these other podcasts ain't even sending out no holiday cards Mm-mm. and y'all won't y'all fuck with them they won't be all up in y'all videos come to death row okay come fuck with the black guy tips i mean but you ain't leave no five star review though i mean I'm yeah not if you got a card out. everybody that got a card if you ain't love five star review you really ain't shit you really are fucked up for that got me sending my hard-earned money on postage and hitting up uh the the card company so i can get some damn cards made and then you sitting up here like i'm not leaving a five-star review yet that's that's really yeah. like that hurts my feelings to be honest child fees are still waived you know we we still got the the free period so you know come yeah. on and leave them all, all across the instagram all on the twitter talking about my favorite podcast mm-hmm. left me a card but you can't put five on the door trash um all right <laughs> the poll was did you make any new year's resolutions yes or no karen did you Mm, not really not okay that's a no really no uh <laughs> yes 15 percent, 85 percent said no uh a oh, fi- it, well okay. uh, it's not really a new year's resolution but just just a kind of a theme for the year 
um my theme for the year is peace peace of mind and peace of heart and just peace i just want to be i i am a peaceful person and people around me are going to have to be peaceful people if you are a person that's very chaotic if you are a person that constantly falls out with everybody if you are a person that keeps things around you all the time we're not going to be able to kick it in 2019 i'm at a i'm really at a place of peace and also i'm at a place of listen to your instincts when your instincts tells you something about a person believe it because odds are is you know nine times out of ten is true yes sometimes time will tell on certain things but there are some things that you know it's like the 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 things around you just lets you know something's not right about people yeah i feel you trust my gut official q dog of the tbgwt says i mean i guess is that's child's thing um can i say it is it a fight i don't want to fight i know that's kiwi shit y'all need to be mad about i don't understand all the rules hey Roddy, karen listen to the feedback show and the topic of the black black greek letter organizations came up if you ever want to ask a person what they pledge i would be willing to talk love the show going premium has been better than getting hazed yo i got a couple i got an email from somebody that's willing to talk about it she's in a sorority um email me if you're willing to talk about it um but i'm be asking like real questions i really do want to know i'm not going to judge you obviously i I don't do mm-hmm. interviews where i'm like you stupid motherfucker right, and all that i don't do i don't do those right. i know people like those but just that's want, not my style just want to know but i but i'm curious and too. i do want to know and i'm not trying to offend anybody mm-hmm. but i would like to know like how how it goes so yeah email me the blackoutist at gmail.com and maybe i'll do a thing where uh i interview more than one person about it and just kind of put it together in a show and see what people think yep. and uh if it's something where you don't want to give your name or something we'll figure out a way for right. you to like do it with an alias or anonymously because mm-hmm. you know i'm not trying to make it a a problem for Mm-mm. people um lakita says I don't know what voodoo karen knows but she looks fabulous after all this time amazing and judging from that photo rod is hiding his youthful face under all that facial hair but either way <laughs> karen's husband is a very handsome young man my 2019 spirit wanted me to let y'all know the absolute uh uh that you all have made oh i guess uh influence you have made in my life and the lives around me since i began listening in 2016 too many ways that y'all have time for me to list i know that you doing this show is living your truth but i want you to know that living your truth is helping so many others live theirs and deserve it all in 2019 and beyond merry new year thank you thank you um and yeah man i'm glad that uh, we hear that um a lot sometimes when people be like this show has helped me or this show has given me a place to do this that and the other and you know sometimes it's like i never i'm glad for it but i i'll probably never really truly be able to embrace like the the magnitude of that uh for some people because i don't know it make it overwhelms me intention yeah and it, well it just overwhelms me a little bit where i feel like this responsibility or something to people and i don't want to you know i just want to keep the focus on us having fun doing our thing but i'm also really glad to put that positive energy or whatever you would call it out into the world because i think you know we need more of that shit Mm -hmm. and i get it from some podcasts and stuff too so same 1818 milk toast we had a lot of comments eight comments gwg says rod said he was going hard as a motherfucker didn't play the song so so subtle but so so good thank you Mm -hmm. thank you i did that dude that threw that ham Ah! prof Corey says your commentary about customer service folk having to do emotional labor struck a chord with me i made a uh what 
no I, my head hit the microphone my bad oh okay i thought you were saying something <laughs> no. i made a point of filling out a sephora survey after making a uh, having a makeover artist who was incredibly professional and creative and patient enough to try and teach me as she applied each product hmm. most of the questions on the survey were about whether the workers made me feel appreciated then there were questions about what else workers could do to make me feel appreciated what the hell that should not be the standard by which professionals in a service or in service oriented jobs are judged they're already performing a service that's a job if folks aren't feeling appreciated in their lives maybe they should pay attention to their personal relationships it's not a random store employee's responsibility to fix that right but it all boils down to society is like make me feel good make me feel great you ought to be able to solve all my problems in this interaction and because of that um uh, customer services change so like roger say customer services came it has turned into massaging egos massaging feelings and things like that because people are people will be mad about something else and next thing you know you gotta deal with the crazy ass customer calling and mad and pissed off about your customer service for the smallest infraction that actually has nothing to do with the infraction itself because the infraction a lot of times ain't that big but because they have other things going on in their life and nobody wants to deal with the bad press and nobody wants to deal with people going on on social media dragging the company talking about the company's terrible when when in actuality now some now some complaints are valid don't get me wrong and some complaints actually require that but for a lot of people they're bringing this baggage that has nothing to do with the person doing their job yeah and i do think um we become so entitled and the, uh, i think ultimately the real reason that i i kind of reject the framing of uh the way they put the customer service now with the you know how you feel and i'm sorry that this happened to you is that it's still insincere deep down because it's a job and they're making them act that way i'm okay with just a professional transaction where it's not about my emotions it's not about your mental state it's just about us you have a job i have i want to get something from your job and we just do that Mm -hmm. you know because like it's always with customer service but like it would be ridiculous with any job you know if you had to take a survey with taco bell and then did the taco bell employee make you feel appreciated you'd be like what the fuck they handed me a chalupa right supreme and then that was the end of the transaction i I got three uh uh, taco bell grandes and uh it was good right so yeah i I would I, i i feel you um we got this comment um uh from anonymous they had emailed me and said maybe i should put this anonymous so i just actually copied and pasted it and took the name out hey y'all part of me wants you to keep this anonymous lol feel free not to read it on the air because i know it's long and you will have a lot of feedback to get to if you write something like this we're gonna read it on the air i'm gonna be honest with you it's long and i'm not gonna read all this in my personal time and respond back and then we got a private email conversation going nah let's just do it on the show you'll hear it it's fine and i took your name out so it won't be no issues also i just want to say i'm so happy i've finally been able to catch up i was months behind on all my fave podcasts including yours and now i'm caught up enough to leave comments for the feedback show thank you for taking a holiday break for yourselves and me yeah man a lot try of to people take, got a chance to catch up i'm gonna try to take breaks more often i'm gonna be uh, real for, with y'all I'm, I'm trying to tell you because me and roger talked about this year uh is going to be spending time with loved ones and 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 family and friends you know i've hit a few people up this that don't live here and be like you know what i might might, might, might truck out to come see you make a make a little special trip 
regarding chance i have to reflect on my initial reaction to his comments after this episode i'm usually one to let person a person's actions speak louder than their words after they gave an apology like he did for some reason my immediate reaction to him was fuck out of here honestly this is how still how i feel i just didn't want to hear it from him or other men who thought like him i've always been a huge fan of his but lately he's been turning me off a bit i had to remind myself though that i was once young with problematic thoughts and feelings i had to grow and learn the things that i do now it took people calling me out on my shit i know i should want the same space to grow for others again usually i do allow that space my energy though is running low yeah i've seen that a few times from different people especially in the wake of this r kelly shit because you got men that were either complicit or silent or have their own demons um coming through now and being like yeah so ah fuck r kelly and and you know i also learned that uh this was bad and um there will always be i think especially from women um lgbtq people um within the our community the black community there's always going to be some resentment to the fact that black men have a privilege that allows us to learn these things late in life or not at all and what we do is such a revelation to us right oh my god these women is people you know that kind of shit and they is little girls you probably shouldn't be having sex with them like right i'm sure it does annoy people and and make you roll your eyes i know with um racial things uh, a lot of times black people have that reaction where it's like some white person goes oh my god these niggers are people and we are like (laughs) well yeah that's the fucking point we've been saying that our whole lives um and with misogyny black men we don't have to really live under it in the ways that it oppresses us we we do have some effects from living under it but most of the time we blame that on women we don't blame that on come on on the other men that cause it we we always blame it on women and go yeah you made me uh misogynistic you made me be this way so um there's there's a privilege to it and i'm sure that people are resentful you know when i like i I brought this up a long time ago i want to say the saturday after i did the interview with Quan mills on our feedback show but i was like i can do that interview and be calm and not cuss him the fuck out and not be like nigga you a goddamn lie and all that shit because i'm not affected or oppressed in the way that uh his misogyny would affect me you know what i mean so it's easier for me to do the interview and not cuss him the fuck out um because it's not pushing my buttons in that way now i would hope that i could do a professional interview with anybody i would hope that even if it was like some racist motherfucker i would be able to be like okay let me ask them the questions that i want to ask without like yelling at them and shit but that's that's privilege that's my privilege right there not everybody like not everyone in our community has that there's some people that would have been like i can't even talk to this nigga you know so that's the like that's the thing and with chance coming around on this he's actually coming around earlier than most men like most men don't come around on this shit at what is he like 23 25 or something let me look up his age um but most most black men don't come around on this at all oh they they much older yeah and if they do come around on it it's to 25 years old so it's he's still fairly young on this um most black men don't come around on this at all they never admit to any complicity in it they never admit to um to uh the things he said like i didn't believe him because they were black women black girls and we don't value them like he he made it personal like i didn't value them in a way like what he could have said society taught me not to value these people and um you know it it is it, i i love my mother and my sister and he didn't do any of the cop no please and i think 
that's what people say that black men feel and it's what people say they want black men to admit right and then when he admitted it they still were mad because the emotional response is still one of like go fuck yourself you know it's it's they're like they people need time to be able to cope uh with this and they don't personally know chance but um i think also the last thing i'll say about it is there's a lot there's not a lot of honesty uh because people haven't really sussed out sussed out their own emotions on these things like we need to be honest about our own emotions are you willing to accept the apology that you're demanding right and for a lot of people the answer is no right most of us that well not i'm not a demand of apology person but most of the people that that demand these apologies online and stuff and want to see this quote-unquote work done and reconciliation and all this most of these people are not willing to accept these apologies no matter what you say and we be and y'all know we've been getting fuck ass apologies forever and a lot of people will let that shit slide you get a sincere one and people act like they giving you a fuck ass apology not at one time did he point the finger at anybody else he said y'all it was me i did it i fucked up i'm sorry my bad he didn't throw another woman up as a shield to protect him from his fucking actions he took full responsibility and this is what you asked for and that's why i'm to the point that niggas don't know what they want because you get it and you still reject it yeah and i wouldn't even say people let the messed up apologies slide they don't let any of the apologies go like Correct. they don't accept any of them so you know which is you know to me if i understand that you give an apology and it's not up to you to make someone accept it or to let them accept it that's fine but i'm not one of those people and i also don't know that those people speak for everybody correct i think that's a small group of people who are like fuck everybody fuck everything everything's not good enough and honestly that's not my energy right those people are fucking bitter they're hurt they're whatever and they're gonna hold on to that shit forever and nothing's gonna ever change in their lives until they're ready to move on right and that is their prerogative i'm just not one of those people and i don't begrudge those people i'm not gonna argue with them that's your own personal perspective on life but i don't want it around me i do need people that have the energy to forgive i do need people to have the energy to allow themselves to move on not for the person who offended you or whatever but for yourself like i'm not willing to just hold on to some shit forever because it does affect me and i'm not gonna lie to anyone about that some people say it doesn't affect them that's how they get down that's their prerogative um i would question the honesty of that because some people say that shit and then you look at every action they have and you can tell they're still hurt and it does affect them and they're not able to let it go they just keep telling everybody i'm fine i'm fine but you're looking at them and you're like you're not fine dude you're not fine you're something's wrong with you and moving on is hurting you some like not being able to move on is some type of power you're holding on to or something and it's going to keep affecting you and nobody wants to have that moment of reflection on that um <clears throat> but anyway what well, chance is a little different because it's the immediacy of it he apologized on saturday yeah people weren't willing to like let it go by sunday it's fine um but uh yeah i live in chicago and it often seems like everybody everyone knows someone who knows a girl affected by r kelly's predatory behavior so many people have a story it was just a known thing out here so for him to say he never saw a picture of r kelly's abuse accusers felt like a lie insincere so many people blew it off just like he did um yeah well i don't know yeah that's up to you to determine i know uh 
his i think his point was trying to say something like in his mind he best just a, a picture these these this conspiracy to bring this man down and he never personalized it on a on that level um but yeah i I don't know he could be lying all of this shit could be lies he could be making up the apology and everything i I don't know this dude um i'm just going out for what we saw as a black woman it feels like we're all like all we are doing is giving out chances for black men to grow and truly love us to do the work to show that and we end up being hurt that's true it gets exhausting it makes me angry and sad and i can't lie what else do we need to say to do to get people especially our men to hear us how do we how long do we need to wait for them to grow out of this misogyny so much of this could have been stopped if so many people had spoke up and out against r kelly and didn't give him a platform there is also part of me asking myself am i being too easy on chance right now writing this email I, yeah it don't seem like you being easy on them to me but me maybe either. i'm yeah maybe i'm reading it wrong um but i mean you basically say he probably lying and not yeah. being sincere i don't think that's necessarily going easy on him no and you know and like right to say we don't personally know him i, I don't yeah. know you might have a personal relationship with him the person but i don't personally right um know him or or anything like that so in his mind he might have been like well since i didn't physically see them mm-hmm. you know people talked about them but he might have been like i didn't see a picture of it i didn't personalize it you know i just looked at them as just normal fast ass girls or how you know the things we normally say in our community and i do understand your hurt and i do understand your pain but also the issues and the problems with black men let's keep it real it is not black women's responsibility to fix it but a lot of black men look at black women like i'm broken fix me bitch i'm broken fix me fix me fix me that's not my job nor is it my responsibility i was forced to grow up i was forced to look at things and you should be too but society coddles and cradles you uh because you know mama love they little boys and i understand that but at the same time that little boy is going to grow up into uh an adult and you know when he grow up into adult he has to look at the reality or of are my actions contributing to these things and also you know society has raised a bunch of black men that don't care and don't love the women around them and that's something that we can't fix as black women um you know like we tell white people get your people black men get your men you know get your boys you know get your young men you know talk to them you know tell them this behavior is not correct but you get the reverse you get ah bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks you know you get fast ass girls you get you know all that shit and so when you're bought up in that environment and society in general tells people that but particularly in talking about the black community here you buy into it because you're not taught the opposite of that well also uh even if black men check other black men black women aren't gonna like how it's done nope it's not gonna pass all the intersectional feminist woke test like seeing how that sausage is made is not gonna it's not gonna look like twitter and how and this like clean line the shit is affect the shit has affected us so deeply um and we have bought into it so much uh culturally um and and i don't mean this to distinguish black men from any other men to be honest i think Mm -hmm. all men are misogynistic correct and all men are most harmful to the 
women that are the closest to their proximity so you know i'm sure white men are very misogynistic to white women i'm sure indian men are very misogynistic to indian women i'm sure like you pick the denomination of men right whether it's by race creed religion or whatever they're gonna be the most fucked up towards the women closest to them so it's not that i'm saying black men are unique in this way but because we do share an oppression in race there is this this extra level of like emotional offensiveness to the idea of us not being able to understand how a marginalized person that is a woman or gay or whatever cannot be uh cannot we can't see that for them we can't see oh this affects you even worse or this is even more or you are also affected this way when we deny it when we're saying like these girls trapped this black man or they grown women now leave them alone what you why y'all mind your business and shit like that i see these comments on facebook on like these articles about r kelly and shit and it's a lot of black men being like mind your business and they was grown they grown now why y'all leaving trying to bring a black man down what about harvey weinstein what about you know all these people and there's this um this huge disconnect because we want to participate so badly in white privilege and in being a white man and the only thing that's stopping us is this 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 inconvenient racist thing right other than that we want to have the same ideology we want to have the same fucking uh goals in life which is to be oppressive and to never be oppressed and that is not enough and so yeah we some some black men will speak out against it some won't but the ways that it's going to take form and the years and years of work that it would take to eradicate this it's so long it's so long and i get why women are just fucking tired of it and not investing in this or being like fuck all these niggas i don't care what they say i understand you know and if there, the the thing is if there's some type of way for um black women to not be affected by black men i don't know what it would be because you're still birthing black men you're still uh sometimes marrying black men you're still related to black men there's still black men in your social and community circles and as a matter of survival i think some women have taken on the mantle of like trying to detox and learn and educate these dudes but not because it's like i'm so invested in you and this this love shit some of this is just like i want to survive and i right and i need you to not be fucked up because you're gonna be around me no matter what um so i need you to do better and i'm trying i'm only saying this to help you do better because it's really for me and then there are some black women that still to this day are so dedicated to the love they have for us that they really do sit around and try to like figure it out like they're just like it's thankless uh often it's expected even though it shouldn't be um and it's not reciprocated and yet they still put in this time to like save us from ourselves and i understand why women are divesting from that um and i never well you know i'll never you know tell anybody they shouldn't you know i understand for your own survival and mental health why be in an abusive environment that's just sucking the life out of you sucking the work out of you sucking the emotional labor out of you and then being like that's what that's what you better do for your king you know i get it so um you know i'm not telling you how to feel with this email about your own forgiveness and stuff um i can only speak to myself and some of this is allowed to me because like i said i am a man so i can see like progress and nuance in a person like chance that if you're an absolutist or if you're just tired of these niggas you might not want to see that or you might not give a fuck you know for me i'm like yes it's good that jay-z at fucking 55 
is able to start working on himself and detoxifying and becoming a better um like uh a better person that is able to like use his platform to advocate for men to be better people through his own example i i can see that and go i appreciate that that's better than what was happening before but a lot of people are gonna be like i can't see it and i don't give a fuck it's too late too long i'm tired of these niggas um all right yeah and Mm -hmm. and and i can i can completely um understand that and it's the same thing i feel like about that and and in race you know because uh most black people you tell white people to get you white people but you're not gonna like the method you're not gonna like the process yeah. you're not gonna like how it was done so that's why i stay my black ass out of it and let them fix it however they're gonna fix it and i just want the end result not trying to be funny right. i don't need to be in the process i don't need to deal with the adding and subtracting i don't need to deal with 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 the the research that needs to be done and all that 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 a labor i don't need to deal with that all i need is the end result is that i'm not oppressed remember like, that episode we had where that white dude had a class where he was basically teaching other white dudes mm-hmm. to be allies to black people and people some people got mad but i was like that's the work i want white allies to do because my black ass don't want to do it and he out here doing this shit for like for whatever i think it might have been for free but let's say he was getting paid that's fine i if if a black person doesn't want to do that job you go do it and then the, the people that graduate your class they need to go do it only thing i care maybe one black person can oversee some shit and be like this is what you fucked up you need to get better that's it but anyway back to this i'm just so conflicted and so angry with so many of the black people who are choosing now to speak out and see the error of their ways regarding r kelly it speaks to so many situations where black women are treated poorly and our cries go unheard i'm looking at my own family member sideways like oh now you got something to say at the same time i need to get on space to right their wrongs it's a lot uh i almost yelled at a woman in my uber pool the other day over this she shared her thoughts on r kelly and sounded like she was defending him as we continue to talk i find out she herself had been abused in similar ways by older men when she was a teen she had been a lifelong fan of r kelly but was also a victim of the same type of abuse he had inflicted on others she admitted that she was trying to process her feelings because the documentary triggered so many feelings and she had pushed away she said all these years she had just assumed that was the way things are or blamed herself it was a lot going on in that uber pool yeah i can imagine but that is another story i was just trying to get to work on time we ended up having a good talk anyway i'm still processing it uh all i all as as i know many of us are i'm sorry this is so long enjoy the rest of y'all's week now nah, i get it Mm-mm. yeah I, I completely get it and i completely understand it it, it is a lot to process when you are on the receiving end of a lot of the abuse there's also this impulse in us where we learn something or we've been on something and then we become like woke hipsters and that is not productive and i've seen a lot of people do it in the wake of r kelly um i'm a person that has not fucked with r kelly in forever that's been a long time i can't think of the last time i really fucked with this dude i want to say the r album was the last album of his i had um and even then when me and karen ride in the car you know we're very gallows humor people but we would just make jokes about how all the songs was probably about him fucking some little girl years ago yeah and, and so we never were able to like get into r kelly again because i'm like this nigga is singing about fucking little girls mm-hmm. how is he still on the street you know and but at the same time during this whole documentary stuff i haven't been uh going around being like oh so now you niggas wanna because because ultimately it doesn't help anybody Mm -mm. you know it doesn't help anybody that i'm like oh so now you want to do something to be honest that's what the fucking documentary was for 
it was for people who were not on board and were not hip to everything or were not uh speaking even though they knew this shit was wrong and they were just like ah, i'm gonna just leave it alone it was for them to start speaking it was for them to be encouraged to be like yo i don't fuck with this dude we need to get him up out of the paint the you know there's gonna be some revisionist history to it honestly um because people don't want to feel bad but the truth of the matter is this was the point so for, for people to get to where all a lot of us already were which was fuck this dude so yeah it's doing its job yeah and it's a lot of events that happen that the end result is you get people attention and you make people you force people to look at something that they otherwise ignored purposefully or just ignore because they like that's the way uh society is um chris hansen writes in uh i guess from to catch predator drake was brought up because somebody posted an old video of him groping a 17 year old at a concert and then kissing her after she told him her age oh the crowd was kind of cheering and joking about it in the video too all right yeah i haven't seen the video Mm-mm. i can't really speak to it um uh i don't know how uh this is another thing that i think people don't know because maybe they're going by porn or something where the the 18 is how old you got to be to do porn mm-hmm. or to go to the military mm-hmm. the age of consent is not 18 everywhere nope a lot of times it's so a lot of this stuff 16. that people are pointing out where they're like it's 17 and he kissed her and i don't know why he ain't in jail because you might not it might not be illegal for to have a 17 year old stage make out with you or some shit wherever the fuck he was now i'm not saying that's what happened but when people bring these things up that might be the problem because a lot of this discussion is about morality not legality right so the things that are legal in a lot of these states even with r kelly having sex with that 17 year old girl from atlanta where from georgia and then going to florida and having sex with her those that might not be illegal Mm-mm. like people are like take lock him up for that he that might he may be well within his legal rights to do that shit the problem is morally we're like this is not morally up on the up and up and if people feel that way about drake where we don't have necessarily proof that he's doing anything illegal i still have to see how they could be like but morally he's just a fucking creep and that's that's why i tried to make our discussion about this a little bit more about society because society does this we value these young girls essentially and we we do this thing where it's like hugh hefner's a fucking playboy oh my god he's the man he's he's 75 he's 85 and all his women are 17 18 19 20 year old playboy models and nobody goes well that's just kind of fucking creepy isn't it like until very recently people weren't even saying how creepy that shit was he had a tv show that was about the fact that he was fucking these little young women like it, that, that's the thing to me is like uh you know we're trying to single out individual people but society is at fault for this yes it is because uh truth be told if society in general was as outraged as a lot of people because some people are really outraged but some people are outraged flopping um pretend to be you will actually go and demand that uh these ages increase in your state because right. a lot of states is 16 17 you know i don't know if i don't know if it's 18 in some states i hope it is but but i guarantee you most states it is not 18 it's 16 and 17 and some states 15 and some states you can get married even younger than that you know like go and demand this go to your congressman your senator and be like hey do research but like what the fuck is my law 
about getting married what the fuck is my law about this in my state and go and demand that this shit is is increased well here's the other part especially with r kelly in the later years he picking women that are 18 19 correct so now what do you do right so now that we do because we as a society have decided that that's old enough to decide to do what you want to so we go find out that at 18 you joining a sex cult and being this dude's basically sex slave and he's fucking abusive to you and you just are okay with it what what are we supposed to do with this you know what i mean these 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 people these predators learn and evolve over time like you know i don't know what to do with this I, it's not as clean as cut as people say you know um and he may end up not going to jail if he has navigated these laws now to where he can't my hope is that some of these people coming forward that were inspired by this documentary because i think there's a lot more victims yes and i think they'll come forward and they'll be like uh maybe one of those things okay maybe he'll get caught through something he did uh to other people i hope anyway um dia says on r kelly and people blaming parents sometimes i think people use the wrong word i don't blame the parents i blame the perpetrator but parents have responsibility to me there's a difference between blame and responsibility saying someone should have accountability and responsibility to me doesn't mean i blame them for what happened to their children responsibility and accountability can be worked with if i took a child to the store and they got lured away by a stranger i'm not to blame for the stranger's actions but i would feel responsible because i should have been more diligent i'm sure the parents are heartbroken but we put a lot of stigma on responsibility because we use it like blame uh sure that's 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 the difference between responsibility and blame i i think as well but what i saw was not responsibility that's not what i saw i saw that wouldn't happen to my kid that's what i saw it was that simple it was it was as if my kid is too morally strong my children because like i said when we're talking about blaming parents or saying these parents aren't responsible enough for a 17 year old 18 year old 19 year old what the fuck you supposed to do your kid has some autonomy at 17 what you would hope is that they don't run into one of these monstrous motherfuckers like this correct and this dude is a supreme monster that is not like you saying oh at 17 when some boy comes over for prime i'm gonna go over and embarrass him and be like you better take my my daughter better be home by midnight he is not the same like this dude has money power fame and all this shit and he's focusing it hyper focused on finding these girls that are susceptible to it and 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 getting them up out of out of there like so i don't know that our impulse to pass around like the complicity of the parents is productive in this it's not to say that the parents can't be complicit but it's just to say that the ideas that were floating out before the documentary was almost like parents were pimping their daughters out like oh i'm just trying to make sure that uh i get some money out of this so let this dude have sex with my daughter i don't give a fuck and it and it turns out it doesn't seem it was that way nope and i think them putting a human face on a documentary really helped that of course the parents are going to feel responsible you're responsible for your child so of course you're going to feel responsible um and i think the worst of the parents are the ones that are like not saying anything that are like yeah my daughter's there since she was 14 and you know what ain't that they ain't doing nothing wrong leave us alone those are the ones that i don't understand you know but also i don't have that trauma i don't know what they what the experience was like and i don't know um how you rationalize something like that like i don't know how leah's parents can be like leave r kelly and and don't talk about my daughter no more because i haven't felt it you know but it has to be a feeling 
that 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 makes them be like i don't want you to quote unquote tarnish her legacy by attaching it to this monster and the difficult level of computation you got to do in your mental to be able to get to that point i don't i don't understand i hope i never understand because to me it's very simple but to them i don't know it's something about like i don't know it's something that i can't understand but i feel what you're saying this is not to say parents aren't responsible for their children and that there's no such thing as bad parenting and shit like that there is um i just don't know that it's as simple as applying that to these folks and i feel like it's not the priority so i'm letting it slide but i but i get your point some people aren't gonna let it slide correct eve says i have watched all six hours of the documentary i have i watched all six hours of the documentary some of it i heard about and some i didn't yeah same here i know some people can separate the art from the artist in a lot of cases but this is one i cannot now that i know most of the songs are about his personal experiences which were at the expense of young girls of color i won't play his music anymore it's fuck him forever and i hope he burns in hell i feel you i've been on that train it's wild though that um it's wild that there was still shit i didn't know yeah a lot of shit i didn't know it's wild because i the older stuff was not as known to me because i really just did i loved hip-hop but i was not reading every fucking magazine um i wasn't looking at all the interviews on mtv some of that footage was brand new to me like same they did interviews in the same clothes um it was it was crazy some like i knew some of the later stuff since we've done the show especially because we've been on his ass from jump but yeah i i just didn't even know some of these things because yeah, i was living some of that stuff and just and just did not know like i said i'm not we i've been in charlotte north carolina so i did not hear about a lot of this stuff until actually until i was older actually yeah you technology know. really caught up with him like the fact that our stories become global instead of local it right. caught up with him because people were like in chicago we knew all this um trey says hey rod and karen here's what i think about think it would take to finally bring r kelly down a judge similar to the judge in the cosby case who wants to make it happen no matter what a judge who can't be paid off or to drop the case like the judge in florida that dropped the child porn case against r kelly probably was a prosecutor who wants to make it happen no matter what and can't be paid off to a change of venue to some other county other than cook county if possible finally people who have had to keep protesting that the people that are giving r kelly checks his record label concert venues etc once the money stops flowing the jailhouse will come calling that's another thing he might not be that powerful anymore which is part of the reason these things are getting made mm-hmm. but sadly as long as people can make money off of him he's powerful enough correct um hopefully these sorts of things can help bring him down because this dude is pure evil one of the main things that creeps me out is hearing about how he would hang hang outside of schools as soon as the schools let out that has been the first creepy thing i've always heard about his nasty motherfucker going all the way back to 2003 2004 for me but of course in the documentary found out he had been paying off some of the cost to let him know if something was about to go down and involved him so that could explain him getting away with hanging out around that school but still just it stills just mind-boggling to me but anyway fuck r kelly anyone protecting them thanks guys yep ct says i'm glad the victims are getting a voice the story is being told sometimes it's not about the validity of the story it's about the timing and with the rise of social media and the introduction of the series i think r kelly is going to be brought to justice even though he's been free for too long and the documentary may have undercut the message in the end the truth has been let out and people have been forced to pick a side i hope he goes to jail for the rest of his life i feel you um it was something else someone said that oh yeah and the hanging around school parking lots and shit i don't know the legality of that um but like once again that's not that uncommon like not and i don't mean just r kelly just there are dudes that you know prey on these 
young uh kids and the and the problem is that's the age where kids think they're grown and and they do have some level of autonomy because if you have a child those of you that have children that will be teenagers that are teenagers or have been teenagers you understand that there becomes a give and take in in the middle of that age somewhere where it's like i need to be able to leave you at the home by yourself i need to be able to depend on you to get to and from school on your own i need you to be responsible i like it's not it doesn't mean you're grown Mm -mm. you you know but there's some things we're gonna have to start teaching you that are about you becoming grown and it may mean you have a job it may mean i have to trust you that you are going to your job you know it may mean that when you say you're in an after school program i have to believe that's where you are that's why i when i say i don't really want to get into blaming parents because this is that age where someone that is a monstrous predator can take advantage of the fact that you do want your like you're not doing anything wrong to want to trust your kid a little bit and your kid essentially isn't really wrong they're just young and dumb so someone can take advantage of that like you're grown you your parents don't need to tell you what you're doing you hanging out with me i'm r kelly and they go oh yeah i'm hanging out with r kelly it's so cool you know and you as a parent are thinking like oh she's supposed to be at school you know or she's supposed to be at work that one woman uh, that went and got her kid in california she was like her kid had been lying the other girl was not going to school you know i can't really say their parents was doing a bad job necessarily just from that maybe they were maybe they weren't but end of the day i know we can all agree that r kelly's a monster uh the poll was did the last hour surviving r kelly hurt the doc the documentary yes a little yes a lot not at all or i didn't watch it 49 percent of our audience did not watch it totally understand uh self-care and all that uh eight percent said didn't hurt it at all um having charlemagne and uh uh all the people on there uh wendy williams uh you know uh yes a lot 11 percent said it hurt it a lot and 31 percent said yeah a little uh the po- the comments were phil this series makes me feel horrible but what's worse is these defenders that keep trying to deflect at every turn about the whole situation the what about insert white person person folks and such the people that stay that say why after so long know you want to say something or the we knew he was like this all this time but now you have a problem with him i grew up in texas a whole bunch of this stuff was new information to me and i wasn't even a teenager when i believed i could when i believe i could flowers release we were failed by the generation before us and that let let this man cook while also shaping their younger family members to think that this was a whole conspiracy to destroy his image because of stepping the name of love i want all the survivors to find peace and the families get the loved ones that they have lost back i feel you uh dexter says much like yourself my heroes have always been my parents i never really understood the worship of someone you don't know that's just my life no offense to those who came up in a different manner that said r kelly is not only toxic but venomous he has allegedly spread his poison to the most susceptible individuals in our community our young women to hell uh those who with those who defend this monster and blame the victims of his abuse and to hell with those who find, can't find any empathy for the parents that have been put in these situations i watched the whole thing and was horrified disgusted and angered about this trash individual and those who are complicit in hurting these children i'm encouraging encouraged by seeing the light is once again being placed on a piece of shit and hope that he is finally brought to justice 
lakita says the documentary made me feel sad guilty and ashamed it was so hard to watch i wasn't old enough to have done anything besides question why my aunts and uncles thought it was okay but rather than dissect and analyze i would shrug and step in the name of love literally falling in line with everyone else side note i really love that song it's hard uh bunch of question marks the those girls were around my age at one point would i have been believed it makes me feel retroactively unprotected if that makes any sense and while Mm -hmm. beyond yeah it makes perfect sense and while beyonce is king i really hope my queen has a contingency plan for what 2019 may be planning because well you know uh i don't know what you mean by it by that um uh yeah i don't i don't understand that that last reference but um i guess with jay-z yeah but i guess i don't know how this would involve jay-z to be honest um not saying that i mean they left that part of the document out of the documentary which i thought was kind of whack but i don't see it as like jay-z is gonna have to answer for r kelly if that's the case unless there's some criminality to it that y'all are implying but i don't think it was i don't think it was any criminality by other celebrities and shit in this situation i really think uh motherfuckers just don't care you know like i listen to uh movie trailer reviews and chris has this uh theory that like some of these uh other celebrities and stuff that weren't on the documentary and didn't want to call out r kelly didn't do it because they may be on some of these sex tapes or he may have evidence on them or something and i gotta say i don't think so because they had the women that uh that were girls at the time who were assaulted and they were out there telling all the 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 stuff that happened to them i don't think they would have been like but let me protect jay-z in this situation i think if jay-z would have been involved they would be like and also r kelly made me have sex with these other dudes and shit like that i don't think that's what happened Mm -mm, he was obsessed with himself so there was no sharing he he was somebody who did not believe in sharing that's how it seems to me but let me say this i think it's worse to be complicit in maybe you didn't do anything but it's worse to just be like i didn't care he was making money so no i he doesn't have no blackmail on me there's no i didn't participate in this i think what he did is fucked up and sick but it was a way to i was gonna make money and all i cared about at the end of the day was fuck these little girls i'm making money to me that's worse i i don't think um like i said I, i don't think you have to be complicit in the ways that like his people around him were where they protected him and kept the girls separate and he get, got the plane tickets and travel and houses nah it's worse to me to be like i'm gonna work with this dude because i might make some money that's worse uh brooklyn shoe Bay says i don't have cable so i didn't see it but from what i heard it was damaging enough to r kelly so the last hour would not have heard it <laughs> i like the <laughs> i like you was like i didn't see it but let me give you my opinion on the last hour my word is that folks who needed to watch this did not yeah that would be my word too or worse they watched it and didn't care anyway which i saw a lot of uh peter versus black lives is 1819 um see what we got here got four comments um anthony animal thug tatum says i think tiffany haddish might have just been thrown off by the new year's crowd or experience one common thing i heard from listening to different podcasts hosted by comedians is that you never do new year's sets ever these large venues are passing out free drinks for hours and it makes it harder to control when you can pay the premium to be there i know she admitted to bombing but a big crowd of people on 11 didn't help her situation yeah but i heard i mean she forgot her jokes i don't know like she fucked up i, I mean it's, it's okay she can fuck up and still be you know one of our faves and i still want her to do well and and hopefully she take it as a lesson and do a great job next time you know 
i think i think both things can be true the crowd could have been unruly i think what i saw wasn't necessarily an unruly crowd other than you know i saw that dude that made a video trying to heckle her he obviously was out of line but it seemed like a lot of people just felt like they didn't get what that money was they paid money for um so it is what it is michelle says rod i have to confess that as a person with verifiable african ancestry i not only enjoy but actually pay good money to watch those talking dog movies that you say black people don't watch call me an outlier but i love them i recently rented the new one with the grandfather from this is us in it and i'm on the wait list to rent the british one about the dog called patrick i also own a copy <laughs> of marley and me sorry rod but we're not a monolith you know what michelle i continue to say stuff like this because i like when you special snowflake black people feel the need to write in to be like i'm the black person that does that you know it makes me feel good because i i could probably say like black people don't kill and eat babies and one of you motherfuckers is gonna be like uh uh-huh, let me get my typewriter out and send a strongly worded letter to let rod know that i absolutely will eat a small child okay and me that hot sauce right so i get it y'all y'all can't help yourselves and uh this is always funny to me uh but i will continue to make these stereotypical jokes and y'all will continue to write in to let me know that you need to step on my joke and try to kill it uh even though you obviously knew i was just joking uh trey right saying hey rod and karen so happy to hear that centoya brown was finally granted clemency but i'm still shocked at the people who sent her to jail for killing the man who fucking forced her into sex trafficking as a child that's a self-defense argument that should have been made on her behalf this world is such trash for not giving a shit about these young black girls being sexually assaulted whether it's centoya or the r kelly victims or unknown victims it is beyond crazy to see stupid people defend folks who do this to other humans but beings especially children but i'm thankful for everyone who continues to always call out these evil motherfuckers if the only way we can continue to protect people as it's the only way we continue to protect people as well as we can thanks rod and karen i'd argue we're not even doing a good job of protecting them Mm-mm also thanks Ryder Karen for the tbgwt code i finally got you to use it for a discount on bevel site for that new skincare line for men thanks again hey enjoy yes enjoy shout out to bevel uh, i just uh shaved yesterday the poll was who you got black lives or peter karen black lives all right 99 percent of people agree with you but one person one person voted for peter one lonely person miss ct says that peter vote tried it that's funny i always say man it's, whenever we get a hundred percent that's when i'm like yo these motherfuckers really felt that because whether it's a joke or not there's always one motherfucker willing to just go the other way right yeah a hundred percent is like wow you never see that uh who let they dog vote on the computer <laughs> somebody's cat stole they they laptop somebody cow uh patrice uh catrice says um i hate uh this is episode 1820 cancel cooking with kevin uh spacey i hate when black men say it's none of my business to me what they're really saying is i don't want to know because i don't want to hold anyone accountable for disgusting behavior including myself yeah that's that's kind of what it means for everybody to be honest not even just black men a lot of motherfuckers like that that's none of my business um and the thing is there's a lot of shit that is not your business Correct. so that's uh, it's okay to mind your business in a lot of cases but uh it's always weird when motherfuckers pull that out they be the gossiping most messiest motherfuckers and then this they wait till somebody do something absolutely wrong and be like it's not my business I'm like well it kind of is especially if it was your business 
Oh, Andrea, if the, like, like Dame Dash being like, it's not my business what was going on. Well, you're talking about R. Kelly. And then people bringing up, oh, that's what you were talking about in that last, uh, comment. Jay-Z and Foxy Brown rumors. Nick Cannon has a podcast where he tried to imply that Jay-Z and Foxy Brown were dating when she was 17 or something like that. I don't know if it's true or not. That honestly legit is the first time I ever heard that. Um, and I was a big fan of, rap at the time and jay-z and foxy and maybe it's just because i wasn't reading magazines or whatever i just never remember people being like they're dating um but yeah if that comes out i could see that being a problem uh you know like i said i don't know what the consent laws and shit around that are in new york or yeah they're from new york so i i you know i can't speak to the legality of it but morally i can see people feeling like that's a problem um oh andrea if the videos are current i wonder if she did them under duress in the documentary she spoke about how he withheld child support several times out of spite that's a good point it's a good point she could have been saying all that stuff about him being a good dad or good provider and because she don't want to lose her child support money because how else them kids gonna survive and shit correct turk says hi guys i hope r kelly dies soon very very soon jail would be nice because it might make the victims feel like they got justice even if it was not for their personal case it won't be real punishment though he'll be treated like a king inside by prisoners and guards alike because there are still people who refuse to believe or don't see anything wrong with his crimes he'll never learn his lesson or feel remorse because his worldview is so warped and enabled by others yeah and a lot of people share it i don't want any of families he victimized to take him out he already ruined their lives enough and jail would just be one more thing that steals precious time for their lives yeah i would be okay with somebody killing him uh from one of them families but only if it ended like a time to kill where he got off you know he's like yes they deserve to die and i hope they burn in hell and then the somehow the matthew mcconaughey gives a great speech and they get away i honestly don't even know what i would personally define as justice at this point peace turk yeah janica says ellen girl why why are you caping for kevin hart that's literally all i have for kevin but speaking of people unnecessarily caping for black men r kelly it's honestly it honestly has been terrorizing for me i haven't been able to watch the documentary personally i didn't feel i didn't need more proof hearing my coworkers say friends talk about it has been hard uh oh and my friends talk about it's been hard it feels like bill Cosby tried all over again i've ended several relationships including my best friend because people in my life mostly black women which hurt on a a whole nother level want to ignore the facts to defend this man they don't even know it's bullshit and i can't i love y'all for being an escape from the madness weeks like this i don't feel like an escape to be honest because we're gonna talk about it and i don't want us to be a show that ignores shit just so other people can be like it's not happening because you know part of what i feel like our show has always been is like we're willing to talk about these things that are difficult um and not kind of just act like it's not happening in the world but we have our own things that we avoid you know uh we don't talk about like trump as much as a lot of shows uh some shows have become trump only basically our podcast dedicated to this trump um so you know it is about knowing your lane and shit um and we try to add some humor and some fun and do what we always do and and, and you know it's, and not make it just a the saddest sad show of all time and shit all right but uh but i totally do understand you know uh the idea of like not having yeah. an escape from this and we keep a balance between 
uh slave him singing and uh set their thing on fire we try right. to find a medium between those two avenues right you know sometimes we do hit both of them but we don't stay there long that's the thing we we can't you can't stay there yeah um but i appreciate you listening but i also understand like i said kara says kevin hart keep oh and i know what i meant to say and yes uh lost in the conversation in this and i don't want to make it seem like it's okay because it's not um but it just feels like it's not my place but yes there are a ton of black women that will support r kelly and join in and support and uh encourage those men who are also rape culture people um and i know that's frustrating because mm-hmm. because it's not convenient it's not like people keep framing this conversation as black men versus black women in a lot of cases when i see people talk about it but it's really not it's it's culture it's black culture versus people that are like tired of this shit you know and there's a lot of people complicit and a lot of people that are okay with it men and women when i look in those comment yep. sections it's not just men it's not and this is it's sad because it is only black people though i don't i haven't been in any spaces where i've seen white people and if y'all really want to if you really want to get into it where are the white people where are they you know like they just don't care about this and and in a in a large part when people talk about how he's been allowed to operate it's not really because of us i know some of it is because of us because we're his fan base as black people blah 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 but when we talk about the people with the positions to be like cut his money off the people in power right they're white people that don't care as long as they know that there's a means to get some money out of this shit rca don't give a fuck the venues don't give a fuck the artists that collaborate with him that aren't black they don't give a fuck either they they you know like i think lady gaga apologized because you know she's in the middle of this oscar season run and people have been mm-hmm. putting pressure on her um and she worked with him well after the allegations and all that stuff but you want to know what else nick cannon apologized chance the rapper apologized uh that set marvin sap dude or whatever didn't apologize he doubled down but mm-hmm. my point being like the money is the 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 thing they feel like he can still get to some money so they don't give a fuck about this you know and they and for the most part they think this is some black shit oh well that's for your community to handle what the fuck you know imagine if we had that response to that times up shit you know every time they talk about uh this dude and the times up and black people was like well that's for some white people to handle no nah, we'll be like get him the fuck out of here too so, so yeah that that has been really insulting i've tried not to even talk about that but that's it's obvious and apparent um god i wish i knew her name someone wrote a piece on this fuck i'm so sorry i read someone's medium piece on this and fucking forgot her name i don't even know how to find it now oh well there was someone who wrote a piece on medium about her own abuse and stuff but then she brought up like where are all the white feminists that consistently rally support for like these hashtags and all this stuff and Come then they, they the whole r kelly thing was trending on twitter mm-hmm. it was two million views or two million people watched it so it had the, some of the highest ratings ever for a lifetime and yet did, not did. white people that are feminist and that claim to be about times up and uh me too were, were silent on this because they literally don't and i don't think it's because they like r kelly they just don't care right they don't care about black girls they don't care about black people in that way it's not natural to them 
so to them this is a black person problem for black people to solve and some of it is also i know that they probably don't feel comfortable because they're white and they they do worry about that you're coming down on a black man shit because they don't know the nav they don't know how to really truly navigate the racial aspects of this but that's when you can like boost signal boost these black women talking about it you could go find these these prominent black feminists and shit that do that are and celebrities that are leaving comments and be like share this article on this you know so yeah i I definitely i definitely yeah it's a bigger problem than just black men black women black people even it's a big ass societal problem Kara says kevin hart keeps addressing the controversy because he keeps getting asked about it on the heels of his new movie release he's using the same talking point message because that's what you do in pr yeah i feel you Karis, but then in that case it's stupid for him to keep talking about it's over i'm over it mm-hmm. um and then let's be honest Karis, because I, I i'm gonna trust that you are on the up and up does he sound like he's over it no does he sound like this is just pr this is what his agent told him to say it doesn't sound that way to me and maybe i'm wrong and this is just how he doesn't he's not being funny in these interviews uh he's not affable he seems defensive yes, he seems he angry mm-hmm. um and that's how that's how i feel about it so and maybe i'm wrong and i'm reading into it but this doesn't feel like oh this is just pr and the reason how i know because i've been there before yeah we've all been there before we've all had things we weren't over we was talking about oh i'm over it he don't seem over it Mm-mm. he i mean and the fact that it's in the middle 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 of him promoting this movie um that may be unfortunate but they're not even really getting to talk to him about the movie nope this is bigger than the movie now yes anyway uh kevin hart writes in i am done talking about this damn (laughs) i'm over it uh (laughs) felix says seeing as i'm around half rise age and african living in the uk the docuseries was really needed for me it was more thorough than the bbc one which i also saw i remember being introduced to the whole situation via the boondocks episode and being confused as to how he wasn't in jail but no but not looking more into it because i assume he'd be locked up eventually even with american music being all over african tv and uk tv when i was younger i don't think i ever really saw the situation come up anywhere else from what i remember yep my parents didn't even really listen to r kelly because they had very specific tastes in american music and they didn't like him so he never came up besides them turning the radio station when his music came on everything i saw in the recent docuseries just really put it into perspective for me in a way i wasn't able to grasp as a teenager maybe it's because i'm more removed from the situation with with me not knowing a lot about the old news stories also because i'm still a bit naive but i can't imagine a person being this fiendish well also man um and i don't think enough is said but a lot of us weren't old enough to really understand how fucked up that was Mm -mm. like i like the black girls who looked up to Aaliyah, i can see uh, that being the same age and the same sort of uh like i think i already said it on the show but just i can see there being a, a logic to them of like i want to be grown i want to feel grown i want to feel sexual even if it's not necessarily sexually active right i want someone like r kelly to be looking at me i want that to happen in my life the thing is 
the responsible person the adult in these situations is supposed to go that is still a child and a child doesn't know what the fuck they really want and a child doesn't know what the fuck they talking about and they make mistakes and their brain's not fully developed and me as the adult i'm gonna say child thank you for enjoying my music and now i'm gonna go and do adult things with adult people right that's it you know like the beatles had fucking girls running after them and shit boy bands have little girls running after them it's just a thing that happens a monster exploits that thing they exploit those people they exploit those situations so um you know so to a certain extent us being teens teens and kids at the time we weren't supposed to understand it and we didn't have the tools to understand it even if our parents would have told us many of us would have been like oh they just fucking hate they don't know what they oh, talking them about old people talking right we would have we would have did it this is so societal and it's so old like marvin gay and all these old uh singers and shit did it too mm-hmm. um so he goes on to say uh uh, mm, uh the, the, maybe it's because i'm removed from the situation not knowing about how a lot of the old news stories are also because i'm still a bit naive but i can't imagine a person being this fiendish i just can't grasp how sick someone has to be to do the things r kelly does even if he was abused as a kid how does that translate to you perpetuating that evil on others uh once you become an adult you have a responsibility to to work on that shit yourself but it is scientifically like studied that it is a pattern and it has to be broken um and that a lot of times people that abuse others have been abused themselves correct but it just it's still not an excuse it's just a thing that happened and it's an inconvenient thing because people see abuse then you have empathy and then it becomes like you worry about defending him or mitigating the harm that he's done or trying to compromise no we don't have to compromise he had something bad happen to him it doesn't mean you didn't get to do it to other people period it breaks my heart seeing how he was able to get away with ruining so many lives with people enabling him and no one ever being locked up between the docuseries and all my fave black podcasts covering it and giving more context i'm glad i'm more informed on the situation now even with the annoying breakfast club dude in the doc the message got to me i hope they get him man not much else i can really say yeah and that's also the choice we have to make on these like podcasts and shit that you listen to am i going to talk about this and maybe there's someone that didn't know maybe there's some context i can add um and and we can still elevate this message of like he needs to get the fuck out of here or i can be like well we just want to have a good time we don't want to talk about this we don't want to like you, you should have watched it if you wanted to watch see what they had to say but we're not going to say it's a it's a choice we have to make we make so many choices when we make these shows and not everyone's going to agree correct uh eve says besides being a molester kevin space's biggest problem is being an entitled white man he probably can't believe he's facing consequences for his actions yes that's a good point mm-hmm. uh which is why he put out this strange video yeah all right. I mean, this fictional character who are his people maybe he thinks people will forgive I told you he let everybody go on christmas vacation <laughs> maybe he thinks people will forgive him no they was like what the fuck he had just let us go i mean we we walked out the building a smooth 10 minutes and we're looking like what the fuck is this kevin right i got a i just got a google alert for our job our boss maybe he thinks people will forgive him after seeing them i'm sure some people will but he just needs to go away who are the people that will forgive him after seeing this video that's what i want to know like who are the people that were like well now i have to let this go welcome to the cookout Mm-mm. will r kelly ever go to jail yes they will get him eventually no he'll never face justice karen i don't know i'm hoping he will go to jail 
mm-hmm. but i could see him never facing justice okay all right um well let's see what the comments and the poll was uh 69 percent say yes they will get him eventually 31 percent says no he'll never face justice i won't lie i'm in the 69 percent and maybe i'm just being hopeful but i really hope or think there's more people that are going to come forward and he violated some law and maybe they'll be able to prove it oh even if it's a technicality they, they're, they're looking for everything right now yeah maybe somebody violates an nda and just takes the consequences and gets him the fuck out of here mel says i voted no because i think r kelly will escape the, the country before they're able to find something to charge him with i feel another jim jones incident coming out of the situation the only way they could quickly convict him of something is if there was a small child born to this coat and the child had a medical threat like the child children in waco texas but even that coat ended up with people dying i have a question does anyone remember the pie piper film being shown in school i do and it was spooky as hell back then i knew when r kelly gave himself that name and put those flutes on step in the name of love that he had gone all the way mad it's crazy i literally don't even remember flutes being in step in the name of love because i didn't i don't even remember i think the only time i've heard damn i don't even know if i have ever listened to the whole song of step in the name of love like maybe if it was on a commercial or ad or something i mean he's so big but i, I think i was off of him by then it's crazy i, I was and and also like there was this period of time where it just felt like he was doing music for adults to be like i'm one of you you know where he was doing like these old school songs and it was like these auntie and uncle jams and it was just so blatantly transparent man i i just i don't know i i I haven't seen it for him for a while i've been done with r kelly since the trial because he wasn't innocent he got off on technicality because of lost time i tried to uh i tried for a while to separate the art from the artist but hearing his voice became sickening over time mm-hmm. i yeah i tried too to be honest like i said i think the r album was the last album i listened to and i tried to be like well yeah i mean uh, i'll just you know this new stuff is not really about that but i couldn't i couldn't you just you can't unsee certain shit uh, I would um, hope the women in the cult would be freed and he would be convicted because I'm afraid of what might happen to them if he t- runs out of money or leaves the country. Yeah, the other thing people got to be prepared for is even if he goes to prison, those women may support him. Correct. So, um, they're like, those are women now, quote unquote. Yeah, they're and adults. They've been conditioned for so long. I don't see them just breaking conditioning uh because we decided that we threw with this nigga all right um amon says i truly hope they get him eventually i also went on youtube and watched the bbc segment about r kelly and it actually links up with the lifetime show the parents are working really hard to get their daughters back and you can feel the anguish and guilt i can admit that after the article came out last year i was upset with them but i always felt bad for them the documentary helped me understand the timeline of when and how things happen he has some crafty people surrounding and supporting him so it's going to take a lot of work to bring him down but i think it will happen yeah that's the other part of it too that people don't like talking when we talk about it is that the people around him have made it so that he can be protected yes yes they have you know he's he's he specifically has it's an organization you're dealing with you're not dealing with one man because there's no way he could do all the things that he does without some kind yeah. of help and it would take an organization for parents to keep their kids away from him. maybe a law enforcement organization holy 
uh episode eighteen twenty one. alexa what's half of infinity michelle b says i'm not sure if this is the right place to leave feedback but i had to speak on the kevin hart issue i do not understand why people are so thirsty for kevin hart to apologize the way you want let it go and stop supporting him if that's simple he has a bad attitude he obviously harbors ill feelings why waste your time and energy on someone who ain't checking for you why would you want someone like him to rep you who obviously doesn't think you are worth the kind of apology you want he doesn't care how many times do you need to hear someone say they don't care about you before you leave them alone stop buying tickets to his movies comedy shows etc don't tweet his name or bring him up in public let him let his name die on your lips today let that man go it's 2019 i don't have time wasting energies on someone's foolishness um i hear you that's one way that a lot of people like to go with these kind of things but i'm gonna push back a little bit and say if if you want to wake up every day and say fuck kevin hart that's your right too you know like make like i don't think that the people now are saying like uh i think ellen and him successfully moved the goalpost and even your response to it is kind of like the way he moved it which is saying like why y'all want him to come back i don't think everybody want him to come back or be an ally i think no, they don't there's some very specific rich people that are also celebrities that are saying that but a lot of people really have been done with him for a while and then this thing right here and his response was just very bad pr and they'll be st- they'll stop talking about it eventually when he stops talking about it they will too and they won't be going to see his movies and they won't be supporting him that way so i, I don't know that uh you know but but yeah they have the they're well within their rights to be like fuck this nigga and every time he does an interview be like yeah he's still not apologizing fuck him and it'll be over soon give it a week you know and it'll be over um but yeah don lemon wanting him to be an ally uh ellen wanting him to be an ally and shit like that that's some rich people shit right and everybody don't want him to be allies like yeah that's that's the reality of it that, that you have to understand that people some people go well i want to help i support but i'm not going to be your ally because once you get into that allyship thing, there come certain expectations that a lot of people go, well, no, once I become an ally, you're going to put certain expectations on me that I may or may not agree with. Also, we've done a really, like, not we, but the internet, social media, has really, and, and PR people, have really done this very fucked up thing to allyship, which is when someone fucks up, the answer to it is to become an ally or to be a better ally. And sometimes it's not the answer. The answer should be like stay the fuck away go away or like you said you we're not fucking with you anymore but he ain't gonna get canceled or nothing like that so like i said i i, I can see why you know his name's gonna be around he's one of the biggest stars on the planet but yeah they don't have to promote him if they don't want to right and the thing about allyship and being an ally different people have a different definition of what ally and, and allyship means individually for them and it varies per person per person per organization per organization it's kind of all over the place there's no there's no pamphlet that you get that go well these are the standard uh, things that you have to do to be ally to be an ally and so that boils down to uh, how I was saying before, it varies per person. So that's why some people are like, hey, I give you money, I'll show up. But as far as being an ally, no. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pause so we can go to the next session now. All right. And we're back. Let's get into uh, some more of this feedback. Because um, you're about, uh, Michelle's going to make a point that I really 
one of, that i think kind of sums it up for me karen compared racism to homophobia and that and the roseanne bar mess i'm a black woman a proud when my ass was not sitting here begging for roseanne to respect black people i said thanks for revealing yourself to me and i'm moving on to the next you don't have to worry about my support i believe in forgiveness but if you show yourself to be a dick in the present day i'm not going to deal with you anyway love you guys you're my favorite podcast couple i wish you both the best and much success in the new year i feel you michelle but imagine this when roseanne was out here and said that racist shit monique was telling us about how we need to forgive her and move on she sure did. it's just jokes she how much she did for her personally right remember that well monique's no ellen so it didn't change the narrative for black people to where it became one about like you gotta forgive her she's moving on ellen is so big and mainstream it changed the narrative which is why you have people that are actively still talking about this dude because she tried to basically accept an apology on behalf of lgbt people in the world like oh no he can't he's not homophobic ellen loves him and i love him and i know him and he's not and so it kept the thing going if monique would be if it would have been oprah instead of monique it would have kept the shit going with roseanne yes that's essentially what happened so that's why i'm saying it's it's a little you know to me it's like a little we have to allow a little bit of space between like him saying the shit and then people no longer fucking with him or talking about him it may come to pass that people literally don't fuck with talk talk fuck with him or talk about him or support his movies i expect this movie to flop to be honest um uh but 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 we have to allow some time to pass it's not gonna happen it's like the chance to rapper thing it's not gonna happen overnight it's gonna be a while before people come back to this and go okay this is how i feel now uh kate bailey dc says thanks karen for your comments about what to do if a service dog comes up to you i try to stay knowledgeable about disability support but i really had never heard that before uh that a service dog approaching another person might mean that the service dog's partner needs assistance correct i hope i never need to put that knowledge to use but i really appreciate you educating me on that oh you're welcome in the same thing because once i learned that i was like oh word i did not know that because i'd have been looking at that dog like um what you want um i don't know why you staring at me far says as y'all stated kevin will ultimately be fine i do think it will affect his plans a bit and that's why he's so mad kevin is pretty openly ambitious and he's been steadily and successfully trying to move up in hollywood in this controversy and his response has affected that obviously his core won't care about any of this shit but it will affect his ability to grow beyond that group the hilarious part is that this film is not getting great reviews anyway it was one of harvey weinstein's last movies before his shit blew up damn although they pulled his name off as executive producer so this movie was kind of doomed to begin with kevin just helped it along really dark knight says say what you will but kevin has been pretty successful in turning this whole episode into him being the victim i felt really sorry for michael strahan trying to live those softballs and kevin wouldn't even hit one and then move on one answer knock it out the park move on seemed to be easy enough but kevin still mad so nope it's so crazy right that interview that segment ended up being 10 minutes of him being like nope 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 don't want no help i had an exchange on twitter this week i said if anybody could get a message to the to mckenzie bezos uh that i said hey boo uh somebody actually had the nerve to try to say to me that she wasn't that hot hot like i give a fuck about hot i'm trying to get my family a serious glow up even told the wife about it and she understood it took all of my strength not to respond and that's why i use a broke bitch peace (laughs) i feel you ev says so jeff bezos is about to be single even though his wife will take half of 140 billions he still has 70 billion dollars so my question is does he like sisters asking for a friend 
good luck eve i think he already got a woman uh that he hollering at that's why it ended and uh text messages became public so i assume his wife found the messages because how else would we know about it and uh he was talking about he wants to breathe her in and shit so i know he is eating the hell out of that pussy uh should that meteorologist should that meteorologist have gotten man alexa they got a three-way should that meteorologist have been fired yes no maybe he should have been suspended but not fired the martin luther coon jr guy what do you think karen was it on purpose the, we heard the clip you heard the clip the same way i heard the clip mm-hmm. so i i don't know should he have been fired yes no mm-hmm. maybe suspended but not fired suspended but not fired all right 55 percent of the audience says suspended but not fired 37 percent says yes he should be fired eight percent saying no uh i think i'm on i'm either on team no or suspended but not fired something like that amani says i was waiting for my man to say he was listening to kendrick before the show and had king kunta on the brain and just flipped it lakita says on the meteorologist slip it felt odd it would definitely be something i want to discuss with him i do wonder if there had been previous indication of him feeling like this off the air and a combination of things getting him fired oh well yeah i don't feel bad for him necessarily but i do i don't know that this was conclusive evidence but like i also wouldn't be shocked if we went to his facebook page and he was liking memes about obama being a monkey uh come on oh kevin hart smearing the shit rather than wiping it up he should <laughs> he seemed to be over indignant about not ju- just making sure that all of his fans feelings have been addressed in his apology what's the harm in saying you're sorry when you hurt someone with the awful things you said looking at you louis ck yeah it's interesting because i saw Shaq defending him so it's like there's a lot of people that really want to defend kevin hart because they his friend i'd understand if he's shown an inkling of understanding why i was wrong and why he needs to apologize you can't just go around screaming i'm a good person i'm done apologizing you either sorry or you're not and to make yourself the victim that was low i understand that the original intent of the tweet resurfaced was nefarious but why not apologize it's beginning to feel like he can't say he's sorry because he isn't sorry now see that is where i'm at that's where i'm at i'm like i don't it went from me being like he just thought this shit was funny at one point to being like oh he's homophobic and it's in the way that a lot of motherfuckers are homophobic like it ain't that call you a slur it's that other shit where it's just like i wouldn't want no one in my family to be one and specifically men like i guarantee like there's a lot of homophobia that is i'm cool with lesbians she just yeah. like me she trying to get some pussy i understand that ha 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 right because i don't consider that a form of being gay right there's a lot of like consideration and understanding and tolerance uh because they're not attacking masculinity with that shit right there's a lot of that shit and but yeah oh yeah that's where i'm at where i'm like mm, maybe uh maybe it, it's not just a slip up because you could have been fixed as if you was really sorry i don't think it is i don't think he is sorry and i think he is homophobic there i said it and i don't know why ellen was so ready to jump in front of bullets wow because ellen a comedian and they do the same form of comedy um yeah that's a good point and then also one of the things these comedians have in common it's almost like police where they believe comedian first and race and creed and and sexual orientation and all that shit second and it's like i'm defending the idea of his freedom to make these jokes and shit like that yeah that's some real shit that's why you often see that's why it's hard to ever even have a conversation about comedy and when it's too far or not good or whatever because comedians turn to the police and be like no we have to defend louis ck right now we can't just not do say you, nothing do you right can't you let him sink his own ship like couldn't you just not say anything if i mean if you really feel like this 
isn't really no i have to defend the right of this and it's like oh, okay y'all are all actually kind of predictable and in it together and it's one and 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 that's why you can't really fuck with comedians because they'll be like uh this isn't this person isn't funny this thing they did isn't funny this is hack but let you as a common audience member or let the internet go yeah this is hacking it's not funny and it's kind of fucked up then they go well hold up you don't get to say like all you do is be jealous and fucking mad that somebody else got a special but yet the general audience can't say that this motherfucker ain't funny fuck you yeah because they're paying they determine what's funny and what's not bullshit man i hate that shit all right we did get some voicemails let's see if we can uh go through them and see who actually left um voicemails and who skype allowed to do that let's see so we had um okay i'm trying to see the date on these thursday december 20th okay monday the 24th tuesday okay so somebody left a voicemail tuesday let's see if i can play it and of course it'll take its time Hey, Rod and Karen. Uh, this is your boy, Jay Full. Um, Jay Full. Talking about episode 1818, where Rod was complaining about customer service, uh, people being soft. Uh, the company I used to work for is the one that kind of, kind of famous for pioneering that style of uh, super agreeable customer service, uh, Zappos.com. I was a data scientist there, but uh, no matter who you are in the company, when you start, you got to work in the customer service call center for a month. And it was so crazy because they you will get fired if you do not do whatever the, what it takes to make the customer happy. Like People legit got fired because they didn't start having conversations with uh, the customers uh, on the call. But you had to start, like you had to try to start a rapport or whatever with them, and you will get fired for that. And if you don't do it in your first 30 days, um, they do pay you if you do get fired. So you get like a month's salary if they fire you during this time. So, you know, it's cool. But, yeah, so no matter who you are, even down, like if you're a freaking executive, you still got to work in a call center. And you had to do it uh, every Christmas for 10 hours. But the cool thing was that because you can do whatever it takes to make the customer happy, you don't get stressed out working in a call center. So, you know, I've had, I had a one person uh, really try to take advantage of me, and uh, I, it made me upset, but I'm like, yo, you know, it ain't my money. Fuck it. If you want to try to get over on me, go right ahead. So uh, that's, what I, that's what I would do when I would work in the call center, just do whatever it takes to make the people happy. And uh, people be like, oh, you know, my order late. Let me get a gift card. I'm like, okay, no problem, and make them happy but run out of time all right peace. peace peace man and i blame people in general for this shit i don't really blame the companies uh, i hate that that's what happens and that you know you end up having to deal with these unruly customers that have been empowered by the uh, companies you work for but yeah. i blame people people yeah. are so fucking entitled and my thing is that uh for call centers i know they have quotas how much time you spend on the phone like they monitor a lot of that stuff so i guarantee you you lift on the phone is sorry no problem the length of time you're on the phone is longer but yeah i can understand if my job is customer service my job is to get on to the next customer my job isn't to sit here and talk about your kids and talk about your children y'all was on the phone fucking 20 30 minutes because that's how long motherfuckers will have you on the phone if you allow them to talk that long when you like okay i know the the call time had to be terrible yep uh we got another call it looks like monday they left a message so let me see if uh 
what order this is in. I think this is the first message, but it could be the second. Hello, Rod and Karen. This is Anonymous. I actually have a response to all the hazing hazing stuff, that things that y'all just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't speak on Divine Nine because I'm not a Divine Nine member, but I can speak, speak about the band world because it's actually pretty prevalent in the band world at one point in time, prevalent in the band world. Well, when I was coming, oh, by the way, this is probably going to be long, so, hey, be prepared. When I was coming up in the band world, and this is still, and this is still like 15, 20 years ago, when I was coming in the band world, when you were going through the hazing incident, it was more like a rite of passage. Be accepted by all your peers, sometimes your band director, you know, a rite of passage. It was supposed to be a form of discipline, you know. Of course, people used to take it out and make it, take it out and make it more than what it used to be. You know what it should be, to be honest with you. And I'll, I can't necessarily say that it stemmed from a certain thing, like say, like uh, I want to say, like a stereotype of what, like a rite of passage type thing, when it comes to to, to the newcomer coming to the organization. Hey, can you, can you handle these hells in order to be to be part of us? Because you know it comes with hells through the organization. Me personally. I, as as much as I want to play faith, I can't really say I cannot say that it hasn't affected me. But at the same time, when I was going through it, and even now as as of today, I kind of feel mixed about it because a part of me is like, well, I uh, I didn't have to go through it, but I did it anyway, so fuck it. Then another part of me is just like, damn, I shouldn't have did it at all, but fuck it. <laughs> I don't know how to explain. I think I think they hazed him right now. He's sneaking in, into a room but to you tell all us right? his message. You, are you okay? Uh, all right, second. Did, second did message. they get you? But people talking about band. Yes, I've heard it in the band and other. Uh, you were in the band in high school. Did they hazed mm-hmm. you? Not not oh, okay. not so in high college school. Day. Yes, now, uh, and I've heard of that a yeah, lot of, and it's not even black schools. Oh, like band this band i've heard of of uh their forms of joining organizations and hazing to be a part of the band yeah hazing is a no-no for me just a no-go you ain't hazing me for shit don't put your hands on me hey it's anonymous again uh i got cut off but basically uh, anonymous are you saying this through a sheet under the covers what is happening so once again we still don't know anything about hazen i gotta stop this message because i'm sorry baby you you need to call back when you free yeah call back when you when they allow you to use your phone time i guess i it was a little too muffled that that last part i tried to go through the first half but that was uh that was real bad for call back though but yes all right i gotta wait for it to go to the next one for some reason won't let me go to the next message what is happening okay if i click here will it no huh god damn it skype okay what if i click on this person nothing all right let me close it and open it again and uh we'll see if skype wants to cooperate i know the skype went from the beginning you're gonna hear everything to uh, what's what's happening skype out here like uh i got hazed and uh, i don't want nobody talking about it okay y'all ain't supposed to be talking about this on the air 
um like, i said this shit down right i will shut this motherfucker down uh all right so we got okay i just did his his okay so now let's see if i can go to this person all right look like something's popping up okay this is a start unknown person okay they did leave a voicemail um like they left two of them okay see if i could play the first one this is at 142 today this must have been who called when we was on the air right hey karen this is ct um i'm calling for the kevin hart commentary i was waiting for you all to talk about it this week but long story short i know that ellen was was doing a lot um Mm. trying to make up for what kevin hart um, has said in the past and trying to get him to host the Oscars and I get it and it's kind of she's well within her right um, to do that but my problem comes in with Kevin Hart and him wasting the opportunity that mm-hmm. he had mm-hmm. so I'm probably going to call in again but long story short I just feel like Kevin um, wasted his hour on the Ellen show with all of the reasons and excuses of how he's already said sorry in the past and how he was attacked and all of this other stuff. But all he had to do was stop Ellen and say, hey, there's a second, there's a flip side to the story. And I just want to say thank you, Ellen, for all of your support. Thank you for giving me the time on this platform today. I really appreciate it. But just in case there is any miscommunication, if I have not been clear in the past, I apologize. And i will do better in the future i have taught my children better um i will make sure that they know what right and wrong looks like and and i know that it was wrong if he would have just said that then he really would have everyone would have been capable for kevin hart Mm -hmm. but because he was too busy like actually defending himself i feel like he just wasted it he wasted an entire hour just complaining about how he doesn't want to bow down to whoever the man is or whoever the enemy is mm. all right and then they left uh ct left one more message after that and i know that you all have said like he apologized and but every everything that you all read it was just like a half-ass apology it was, mm-hmm. well you know i'm sorry about that but you know joke mm-hmm. is a joke and it's not funny in the times or it's not funny now all you have to say is it people laughed at it but i should making jokes about it then i will no longer make jokes about it i apologize to the lgbt community you know hopefully you'll be with me as i grow and hopefully i can show you rather than tell you but he's too powerful and i feel like he deserves to not never host the oscars um if he's going to continue on this track of not of just being a of just being extra of just being defensive more than apologetic um and i'm not saying that he has to apologize over and over i'm just saying that he has to give just one earnest and honest apology without excuses and he has not done that and i just i just Mm -hmm. feel like he don't deserve any more of my points um i don't know what anyone else is going to do but i just i really Mm -hmm. wish that he would just do better and and stop making up fucking excuses for his piss poor behavior and commentary and just be done with it instead of talking about how busy he is and how he's booked to capacity and all this other stuff it's just it it looks ridiculous now so yeah that's it um yeah good luck to kevin hart but i 
don't think I'll be watching any more of his movies unless I can watch it for free on my TV at home. Um, and even then, I might just skip it altogether. So I'm cool on Kevin Hart for a while. Thank you guys for talking about it, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Yep, I feel you, CT. Mm-hmm. And agreed, and I don't think he's sorry. Yeah, and the other thing is, when I say that he apologized, uh, he did apologize twice um, in tweets after saying that he was not going to apologize and uh then he fucked it up by re-unapologizing on tv and shit yeah so when he didn't accept he had he it was always so weird because he said how he wasn't gonna apologize and these motherfuckers was crazy and they just haters and then he went and said i'm not gonna do it and i apologize sincerely to the lgbtq community and da 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 and then he would go back on tv and be like i'm not apologizing i'm the victim i was targeted so i don't know uh but i do understand what you're saying that he should apologize and all that stuff i just don't think he sincerely can because he's not sincerely uh sorry agreed um and of course skype is uh acting stupid again let's see okay what if i do this god damn it stop trying to call people oh that's what it's calling out (laughs) yeah it's trying to call like i'm trying to click on the person's name so i can um get to that voicemail when it calls them and then it it, yeah it freezes and then it tries to go to that voicemail okay so this one okay so we had two messages wait this is not from the right person god damn it we literally just i think we just played these voicemails well let let me go back and see if it so it says they called today all right so if i play this who's message is this this might be ct's message still well i'll cross my fingers hey ron karen this is iman oh it worked this episode episode 1820 has got me so heated like i've just been pacing in my kitchen just like what am i gonna say i'm gonna call it what am i gonna say i was like but then i was like okay no then i came to a realization that because I left Facebook over the whole R. Kelly thing. I was like, I need a break. Because I was like, this is getting too crazy. And people were getting on my nerves. And the last straw was like, dude, talking about, oh, if it was my child, he'd be dead. And I'm like, there are a lot of pedophiles walking around. Some of y'all threatened. And then I realized, I was like, okay, this is how you know if folks are, like, real about that gangster shit of, like, oh, if it's my loved one they'd be dead or hurt or whatever they catch these hands because every time something's ever happened to me and like the men or people who are supposed to be protecting me if they ask me oh what do you want me to do they're not real ones because they're not about that life they don't want to go to jail and i don't want you to go to jail either but every time something's happened and my sister took care of it she didn't ask me she just went and took care of it, and then I found out about it later. Or my friends went and good, took care of it, and then I found out about it later because that person's limping to school the next day. And they're like, oh, what happened to them? Like, told you not to mess with my friend. Told you not to mess with my sister. That's how you know they're real. But, whew, okay. I'm calming down. I'm good. I love y'all. Uh, yep. Sometimes, oh worst possible thing to watch if you're not going to have sex for a week just after this but all right bye bye 
bye and then she left one more message hold on i don't understand that part about not having sex for a week what is that about i have no idea all right i might have missed that reference my bad hey rod and karen this is iman again i've calmed down um but i just wanted to also say uh and just you know give you guys your props for your uh spoiled movie reviews because we were listening to those when you guys were on uh your holiday break and we're also listening to the NCR networks so that was just like really entertaining for me just to hear the differences and how you guys review movies from each other even though you guys were friends and everything Mm -hmm. I just found it like really interesting and funny and cool um you guys just do a really great job um but yeah I love you guys just review of bird box and just the contrast of yours and uh and npr network and you know there are things that i agreed with and didn't agree with on both mm-hmm. uh sides but yeah i just wanted to give you guys uh some love and props for that thank you and thank you guys because that was a really nice thing that you guys do guys do a really good job but yeah i i calmed down from the r kelly thing i'm good i think i'm good now i had to get it out because i had a lot of pent-up anger and i didn't know where to put it but all right love you guys oh bye-bye bye-bye thank you yeah thank you for listening to reviews uh the r kelly stuff yeah i feel you I, i often wonder that too like how he's alive but i think people talk a good game but it's a lot harder to do that shit when it happens correct I in think. theory you would do all this shit but technically you could go do that shit now because i mean he ain't harmed your kid but why why let that be the thing to stop you from taking his life if you're truly about that you know why are you waiting for it to happen to somebody close to you unless yeah. you're trying to say you really don't care unless he does it to somebody close to you in which case how does that make you a good person right you just like the parents that people complain about it ain't me and mine it can't right. happen to me like lifetime in front of those are the same thing some of these parents they got got thought the same fucking thing um and then as far as uh the reviews yeah it's interesting doing reviews because uh i don't i try my best to not listen to other people's reviews of movies and i try my best not to interact with people about their movie opinion uh, opinions um uh, especially online and stuff um i really want to have um my own opinion that is formed by myself it's just my process um so i don't often hear what anyone else thinks about a movie anyway mm-hmm. um and the and, the and it's also because the main things i want to remember when i do a movie review is that one i'm so fortunate and happy to be able to just review movies yes like as a person that gets paid as part of an organization that votes and all that this is something that i really you know wanted there to be more people like me who review movies that were you know black that were fans that were not just gonna be pretentious and only give the same six indie movies credit every year come on you know most people's review shows turn into that you know it's very boring yeah people when i do occasionally listen even to my friends i'm always like damn this this is no different than what white independent people have been doing with their reviews and what you know it's like we're just imitating what they did already i don't want to do that i'm not interested in that shit um 
so uh i do think that and it's not to take credit away from the traditional type of movie some of those are very good mm-hmm. but but in general it's like i should be able to say star wars was good and i enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed la la land without it being like a fucking shock and a surprise <laughs> the other thing i like to remember when i do reviews is to typically make the score the tone of the review and this is probably the hardest thing when you're reviewing a movie and it's probably the hardest thing for most people and most people don't do it they'll 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 shit on a movie for 40 minutes and then go oh it's a three out of five that's not a three out of five if you shit on something for 40 minutes that's that's bad that's a zero that's a one that's that's a this is a bad movie and then so i'm like i want my reviews to feel like the score so most of our reviews sound kind of in the middle or kind of nice because we most movies at this point are not really shit fest they're like three out of five four out of five you know every once in a while you really do watch a bad movie right, you get it a two or one yeah and those are the ones i'm like all right i'm shitting on this movie i i really thought about it every way i could and it was bad yeah and a lot of times most of the movies we watch we actually want to see them which is completely different yeah. than being forced to see them yeah but even then i feel like even yeah most of most people are watching what they want to watch anyway so yeah anyway i'm glad that you enjoy our reviews i'm glad they sound different that's the really most important thing is i just don't want to do retreads a lot of people's reviews sound the same just a retread of somebody else's review of the shit it's like i could have fucking listened to this somewhere else and and like i said one of the reasons i don't really like to read other people's reviews is because then i spend my review responding to their review that's crazy you came from my opinion not what i thought of their opinion i don't give a fuck <laughs> so this nigga didn't like star wars now i gotta take him to task i don't give a fuck about that nigga all right um <laughs> let's get to the emails um trace windu sent a gift being black zen and the art of living fit with fearlessness and grace compass uh trey says love for measures happy new year and happy podcast anniversary ride of karen hopefully this connects with you guys if not that's cool too i lo- uh much love trey thank you trey thank you uh i will give it a chance if i get a chance okay appreciate the book uh miss uh mimi mimi writes in milk toast i had to stop what i was doing because r kelly ruined the memories of my childhood teenager i I was used to i had to write in first of all fuck him forever second of all that he was uh let me shrink this down a little bit so i can compact this okay second of all that he was molested is a contributor but his brother is not and he was molested from what i heard and he could have sought help but those kids because those kinds of predators rarely do because if they do i don't know what can be done for them and fourth of all i think you skipped third fourth of all because third is refer back to first of all okay fuck him forever okay got it i didn't watch the documentary because i vividly remember him going on an interview with Aaliyah and saying that she was his his best friend he was 28 at the time and i remember it like it was yesterday i thought it was creepy then but i'm not going to revise the history of society we have grandparents and aunts and uncles that where the men started dating a girl at 15 and he was upwards of 30 we also have a history of people like jerry lee and elvis this didn't die out for a while so i was like 18 when everything came out and i am an rb person i knew every word of r&b in the 80s and 90s and arts at 20 teens but despite that i was a fan of many of his songs his remixes were legendary before diddy oh yeah ignition remix and that shit was inescapable i remember people saying uh 
why the fuck is the news talking about how this dude is canceled and then playing the song in the background because that's what's making people go stream it right i say that not to make excuses uh or justify no 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 i say that to say that in 18 at 18 i knew this was creepy and wrong and that historically i also knew that it was accepted i had a neighbor whose daughter got pregnant by her stepdad she was called fast and he went to jail but when he got out he was actually allowed to father his daughter the victim's sister and the child he had father with the victim 12 she was 12 she was ruined and stigmatized though he went to jail i knew a family where the matriarch knew her husband was touching the little girl children in the family he was just never around them unsupervised but otherwise never held accountable i remember my initial outrage i also remember looking around like ain't nobody else mad this is before leah came back but uh back out under missy and timberland sans pie piper this was also when i distinctly remember guys in their 20s cruising the high school track meets for girls who common would say had minds that were weak but they butt strong when another neighbor was buying a car for my athletic team member squad mate who was three years younger than me he was eight years older than me at the time it was seven it was uh 17 oh i was 17 18 at the time sound familiar so yeah i've been new and didn't need to watch the documentary for details i listened to the olympic doctor podcast uh believed man i, I don't know what that means believe man we didn't care about girls we don't protect children enough but girls we was you were spot on in that black girls do not get to be children you were spot on that whole if it's grass on the field then this fair play shit is ridiculous this is an extrapolation of how women have no agency is defined by the privilege people still think these little girls were fast this is exactly the definition of people and men and women not holding men accountable hell later it was woody allen so people thought he would marry her and they would be like your grandparents come on color purple seely anyone i had no real point i just so triggered and i have been in the uk recently and there are some trying to take the black man down people there as well i also want to say that sexual consent at 18 would have a lot of other kids locked up without romeo juliet laws i think that's why they are caught what they are called this is too merch mimi it is a lot and i thank you for writing in and i feel you on all that shit and that's why like i said when i talked about try to make it like the bigger picture because it's so easy to just pick out a couple people and be like this person is a monster it's like yes we are monsters as a society because we enable those people they would not exist if it were not for the fact that it was normal for most people the problem with r kelly is he took it too far you know for a lot of people that's the only problem it's just oh he took it too far like too many girls and uh you you got you you in there putting them in houses and shit like that's the shit right that that's where i draw the line like the fact that he was out there having sex with young underage girls that's not really the problem for a lot of people Mm-mm, not him being parked across the street from the school that's not the problem yeah there's many songs about this and everything milk toast said i mean milk toast by jay who says what's up rye how you doing karen i was wondering if you all have seen the dame dash interview when he was talking about distancing himself from the best of both world albums and tours what are your thoughts if you have any about it uh karen did you see it mm-hmm i saw a little bit of it i'm gonna be real with you um i think it was on nick cannon's podcast so i was already done yeah um, i don't listen to or something that. Like i didn't that. even know he had a podcast but uh now nah, i seen a little bit of some interview with him i don't even know who the dude was next to him he didn't look like nick cannon but um yeah i don't know man dame is one of them people that um he he says a lot of stuff and i can't really let him be the launching point for me to talk about serious things you know and i don't mean that disrespect to him but 
he, he says a lot of silly things in interviews and then it really he's like a facebook meme because people will go off on these tangents based off of his initial thoughts but he didn't even finish his initial thought and he didn't quite make it make sense and while he was in there saying how disgusted he was with um r kelly and morally and all this stuff he also was you know when asked about the jay-z foxy brown thing was like that's a man's man's business don't ask me about another man's business so i don't know because you talking about r kelly and Aaliyah is another man's business and you had no problem with that and if there was something to the jay-z foxy brown shit then you not acknowledging it it feels inconsistent and if there's nothing to it then why wouldn't you just say man nothing was happening so leave me alone i I don't know it just seems like a a dude i would not want to start a conversation off of so i'll leave it at that lauren says hi rod and karen the sore ratchet in this episode with the guy thinking his brother was a lizard might be related to the conspiracy theory from david ike uh ike thinks that the leaders of the u.s and england are other pro- other prominent figures are actually reptilians infiltrated human society once you get into a, <laughs> once you get into one conspiracy you tend to believe in others stay sane lauren yeah I, i've heard I that conspiracy. my best to stay sane yeah i've heard that conspiracy before and um yeah okay i haven't and i'm glad i haven't yeah okay uh, i'm not into any of that hello from japan again um hi Ryder karen love you both just wanted to get your give thoughts on the great episodes this week episode eighteen eighteen milk toast i was so frustrated and angry hearing this podcast in regards to r kelly i worked for a tv company in japan from 96 to 98 and interviewed Aaliyah during her one in a million tour she was a real professional i was grateful to have been given so much time to interview her and hang during rehearsal and they seemed very happy to see another black person in japan all day i asked what she learned working with r kelly she calmly said leaned in uh oh she calmly said she learned a lot and that was very grateful wow did i really did not know none of us did rod and karen on keep uh on keep saying it r kelly is oh i guess rod and karen keep on saying it r kelly is a predator and preys on the community and yes while it's a universal problem it is my mom uh it is my mom told me the hard stories of things that she saw and experienced in harlem thus very protective of my sister and i and said constantly how scary and sad and infuriating it was and still is to hear when black adults said a girl was too fast or being fresh even if they were being preyed upon i don't have kids but keeping a lookout for kids because the wolves are out there and they do back off when an adult is wise to their shit r kelly is a scourge yes they do yes they do yes they do you let an adult pop in for most of the time they will disappear yeah but only thing about that is they don't have the resources of r kelly correct so he can like abscond with these girls in a way that these average you know creepy dudes that are still sexual predators um they don't have the resources to be able to like take like to do what he did with all these women all these money hire people to keep him distant from shit because even if he goes the parents hmm? i said yeah they're more apt to go oh oh, you're gonna stand here they go around they find other means yeah and also even if he goes to trial uh he will feign ignorance at a lot of this yeah like things that he coordinated he'll be like i didn't know that was happening yep and that's why you have so many people around you so you can be like i did not know 1819 peter my good my good friend said it years ago countless white people have tried for like ever to talk to damn animals like dolphins rather than communicate with black and brown folks uh that fox nation mammy beatbox for the wall all hell now a hundred episode 1821 fucking with black people teacher sues for racism fyi comac is in nassau county long island eastern suburb of new york city lots of white flight wealthy and redneck racist 100 100 100 
love you guys with pumpkin latte spice jeff in japan thanks man thank you um and last one i believe this is a mill who says feedback r kelly hi rod and karen i have not seen the documentary yet but i appreciate its existence how we treat young girls is being examined and that's a good thing it's not nearly enough but it's a start the same kind of reckoning is happening in jamaica where the spotlight is being placed on these older dudes that prey on teens especially in the churches one thing that needs to change that doesn't seem to go away no matter how old i get is this notion that these girls are somewhat somehow at fault or bear some responsibility for the shit being done to them i think back to when i was 16 and the questionable decisions i made simply because i was younger the parents bear a lot of responsibility but i see them as victims too albeit to a much lesser extent in terms of all the artists that choose to work chose to work with him when they could should have known better it is a direct reflection on toxic the toxicity of showbiz take takashi 69 that guy wasn't really a rapper he was basically an instagram personality that gravitated to the soundcloud scene as a way to get more famous he hit a wall at a certain point because of the sexual assault allegations that were pending producers didn't want to give him beats and no other artists wanted to work with him because he had a reputation as a child predator then he got lucky and had a hit that everybody was bumping even on rap radio i don't know what is it was it was because i don't know any of the niggas music uh, songs all of a sudden everybody wanted to work with him give him the beats feature on his songs uh on his records artists you think wouldn't uh don't need to scrounge to for relevance are clamoring to work with this predator even though six months prior he was a pariah all that to say the spotlight on kelly is appreciated because best believe there's another talented nigga around the corner waiting on the chance to prey on the vulnerable so hopefully it becomes less possible to do that that is a fucking great point by the way about mm-hmm. takashi great point same thing with uh xx tentation dying mm-hmm. like we have not really changed that much Mm-mm. the only thing changed is social media and the ability to put out the other side of things but right the industry the fans people don't really care they don't really care uh welcome back to the pod ways i must admit i didn't really miss you negroes because i had that premium so you guys are all up in my ear holes throughout the holidays peace thanks emil thank you yeah you a premium we never stopped yeah they they got some uh movie reviews and stuff like that and some a couple premium podcasts even though we took off more of those than uh normal but yeah um all right and then lastly we got some gifts we did in the mail in the regular mail the snail mail we have a p.o box people send us things from time to time mm-hmm. holidays to, just passed yep go to the black guy who tips and uh, click on about and it will give you our uh, p.o box address there's a bag of stuff that came with a note it says hi rod and karen here's a little something to get your white woman of color life started out right in 2019 okay. thank you for many hours of entertainment eve let's see what eve got for us oh she must have went to marshall's angie's boom chicka pop pumpkin spice kettle corn oh i'm a fan of kettle corn thank you boom chicka pop that boom 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 let's see what else is in here um oh another bag of pumpkin uh, boom chicka pop oh yeah i will be eating the hell out of that i got uh what looks to be a candle melon seawater mm that smells so good and you know what's funny the other candle somebody got me the d's nuts candle is running out it's almost over no so shit. It's, so i'm gonna leave this one in here and we're gonna move on to the next one on to the next one uh we got uh pumpkin spice pie a little little small pumpkin spice pie oh shit um we got some wawa coffee thins that are pumpkin spice i don't even know what coffee thins are that candy i don't know either it's but- an edible coffee treat 
uh but we got some from wawa's uh and then another pumpkin spice pie somebody thank you somebody said they're candy okay cool well i will eat them okay Mm -hmm. i appreciate you eva thanks for looking out for it thank you uh we also got this amazon uh, oh the card is separate uh, we got this amazon thing in the mail okay um and uh it says here dear rod i was listening to episode 1816 strongly wished for you to have the knife you want cooking is my passion too and sharp knife really makes all the difference lots of love to you and karen oh Oh, shit shit. let me open this up oh shit some more slicing and dicing you're gonna be doing it's from my wish list uh uh, uh, okay all right oh oh i think i know it i think i know what this is that's a pretty box Mm mm-hmm let's see how you open this do i uh, think I'll do push you it slide through? it what the fuck yeah i think it might be one of the ones you oh no 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 it opens like this okay oh, okay oh first of all look at this it comes with this wrap here i don't know if this is a sheath i don't know hold it says on says lucky cook and then y'all can see it in here like this look at me oh, shining on these fools shit now it's a professional san toku knife it comes in the gift box and it's brand new um oh i'm in love oh yes oh this is what i'm talking about y'all for the left-handed chef in you okay oh, that's pretty it's that japanese style okay yeah they're known for that they're oh my god very popular mm-hmm. i'm not gonna touch the edge because i know it'll probably cut me but oh my god thank you so much okay left-handed lives i mean left-handed knives Oh, and it come with a case to put it right back in. Um, left-handed knives, man, they are godsend. And there's and for and people didn't even know knives had a hand. I don't know why in Japan mm-hmm. they're left-handed, but uh, I will take them. Thank you. And uh, I will be using that to cook up something soon. Yeah, because I remember when you was talking about me get you to set. I have people were asking a lot of people that are right-handed because we live in a, in a right-handed world. Mm-hmm. We didn't even know lot knives were made left-handed, mm-hmm. and then they didn't know that you can also get knives made right-handed. A lot of people just no. First of all, the default knife is right-handed. Yes, you can get it cut more more to the right where it uh, actually cuts better. Well, I'm just letting y'all know the default knife is right-handed. Yes, it is right-handed or either centered, but most of the time they still cut it to the right right the default knife is right hand the grips on them is the thing that makes them the hand yes now the grips are right handed most of the time and then also sometimes the way that they're edged but mostly just the default is right handed agreed um so uh you got to go out your way to get a left-handed knife if you put it in the amazon it's not even a lot of choices Mm -mm. and and it's not a set it's one knife normally maybe two yep so thank you so much for that left-handed knife it will get put to use we got this card in the mail um the front of it says we offer our heartfelt thanks for your support in our first year may your holidays uh and new year be filled with joy and it's our girl olivia from chicago because she started her own law office they try to get up off of the internet because because crocodiles be eating kids and shit but she was she was not deterred she rose from Mm -hmm. the from the ashes like a phoenix of law a legal phoenix a legal eagle if you will 
uh dear rod and karen happy new year and a big toast to you both for all your success in 2018 thanks for always being an inspiration for those of us who do things our way lots of love olivia thank you olivia thank you and i am glad to be the voice of a generation and an inspiration to so many people yes it's honestly humbling to even have to acknowledge that then we got a box of stuff it's a big ass box we got a box of stuff and it says hey karen and rod this is just a little treat from thailand thailand we never been but our show has yeah for real though i picked up some interesting kit kats for rod to torture us with a smiley face since you are an awesome yelp reviewer i thought y'all would like some yelp swag unfortunately i dropped my bag and the water bottle has a little ding i went to several yelp elite events during the year and wanted to share the wealth happy holiday to you both thank, thank you. you and this from our girl angie aka veggie vixen uh let thank me open you. let me look us in this box we got a yelp frisbee yeah go outside and play some frisbee got uh oh we got this bag from thailand i guess it's like a coin purse or something i don't know what you oh that's put in pretty here. yeah this is very pretty you see that y'all um got the water bottle with the ding in it that's what gives oh, personality we'll be yep. using that um we got some crispy jasmine rice with mango and white chocolate Ooh. it says recipe so i don't know if we supposed to put it together ourselves and get some it. mango and, rice and chocolate and put it in there i don't know uh but uh all right long Ooh, as we'll, in, we'll figure it out as long as the instructions in english i'll figure it out um let's see what else we got oh my there's just so much stuff in here this is crazy um yelp sweatband for your wrist uh i don't know some type of ball that has like a design in the middle of it i don't know if you guys can see, see it that. through that see yes i don't um, know if that come apart or not i don't know uh, uh various kit kats kit kat duo milk tea flavor Ooh. kit kats green tea flavor uh a yelp minty fresh uh like mint or something good grief uh some yelp stickers uh <laughs> oh my god a, a shot glass of some sort uh with a mustache it says yelp oh um, i don't even know where to put all this stuff um a nail foul uh for yelp yelp has nail fouls now wow what don't they make right uh more they yelp got nail mints. salons i uh, guess you can yelp anything all kinds of yelp all kinds of candy recipe by king power i don't that's some candies uh another ball mad more candies more stickers oh one of the shot glasses broke i'll be careful with that so okay cut myself uh we'll throw those pieces away but uh yeah thank you was, thank you baby and i believe that's everything thank you so much it was uh you guys are too kind uh i know this is a long feedback show uh but uh this is what a lot of people want they, we wanted to read your feedback and get mm-hmm. y'all's uh your stuff uh let you know you heard all right yes uh we'll be back tomorrow with more regular show until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.